What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show. Part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish, the King of Kings, the King of Content, and the Speaker of Truth, yours truly, the notorious one, AJH. AKA Mr. Coachalini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Adamas, and you're in the desert storm bunker with the black Moses of this ish, the agent of truth, the speaker of truth. Yes, indeed. And you're also with EWF, every woman's fantasy, and CGAC God Allah, and the eight time demonetized champion of YouTube. All right, welcome all to my new subscribers and my new members. Um, well, not members, but my new people in here. All right, we don't give you enough love around here because, you know, I'm used to everybody being here. But anyway, you at the best edutainment here on YouTube. And let me see if I can get these lightings right as we're talking, as we're speaking. Let me get the lighting right. Let me get me shining. You know what I mean? Let me get me shining on the remote. That's a little bit better. That's a little bit better. All right, we got the lights up. All right, anyway, we got a great show for you today. You are in the best edutainment here on YouTube. Tina Knowles, better known as Beyonce's Mammy. Files for divorce from one Mr. Lawson. And we're going to go over that because one of my first vi videos that, that got some traction on YouTube was a review of an interview that they had together in which he totally, she totally humiliated him, emasculated him, and all that. All right. And so we're going to go through the divorce, what she's asking for, what she's trying to prevent him from getting, and all of that stuff. Uh, the emasculation of the black man is basically going to be the headlining point of the, the the broadcast, and ninjas still don't get it, all right? But it is what it is. We also have Straggle and Sniggle Theater. We got Doom and Gloom, CGA, and uh, we will be kicking off on kick after the show. We got the party, the post-game show um, uh, later on today, and we also got uh, oh, a wife refuses to say the word obey in her wedding vows during the marriage ceremony. All right. During the marriage ceremony, again, the emasculation of the male in our country, um, the, the white man has already been emasculated. So people are going to be like, why are you talking about the black man? The white man has already been emasculated. As a matter of fact, um, you guys have been totally cucked out. <laughs> All right. Already. Look at Adam 22. I mean, listen, do we need to even talk about the white man? You guys have already been emasculated. Look, every movie that comes out is a total emasculation of the white male. All right. You guys have already bowed down. And showing your teeth, if you know. Alright, y'all already been bowed down and taking a knee. Ain't nothing like taking a knee. You know they gotta take the knee. Because they in the Matrix. Alright, so um, we might get into the realities of home ownership. We got a sister out here telling you exactly what I warned you about, about home ownership. Which is not home ownership, it's home buyership. But that's not, that's neither here nor there. And uh, if we need to conclude that on the kick platform post game show that's what we'll do but anyway now that you're here hit the like button and we got 541 liking so far i'm sorry 541 watching this early 10 minutes in it's not even 10 minutes in it's four minutes in shout out to you brothers we got 51 people watching on the notorious cga channel we got people watching on fakebook.com by the way they hit me with a hate speech violation over there already and then I couldn't even tell what video they were telling me was hate speech. So then I said, I disagree. They didn't even show me what video that I was supposed to contest. 
So normally what these people do is they hit you with that violation and then uh, you you say, well, I disagree. And then they they delete your channel, <laughs> right? They just delete your whole thing if you disagree with them. So um, with no explanation. So they already hit me with that on Facebook. Uh, what's new? And I'm on Rumble right now and all of my links are in the description box. So stop asking me, <laughs> right? Do your own due diligence. Links to everything in the description box. We're also on, uh, that's it for now. But to contribute to today's show, to contribute to today's show, dollar sign the Notorious CGA on the Cash App, Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV, PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams, and that is pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel when you can super chat on the Notorious new, 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 new world CGA order. channel. And uh, what else? I think we covered it all. So let me get to the earlier contributors to today's show. Albert Wesker is already probably at a sponsorship. He says, another divorce? Where is Hafiz when you need him? Where's Hafiz? Where's Hafiz? Shout out to Hafiz out there. He's pivoting. He's going to come up with a whole new persona. All right, he coming out like the stink, the crow sting in a minute. He's just going to be sitting up in the rafters looking down at all of the red pill and the manosphere, wishing for about two years that he can hit us with the, uh, the stinger splash. All right, shout out to who is this on um, this is a cash app. Shout out to Richard C says agents of truth will always have my attention. Shout out to you. Appreciate that. I do have the old cash app, but I got canceled over there too. cash app tried to cancel me. Our brothers still over there. Brothers are still over there. I think. All right. So shout out to y'all, man. I would tell y'all to go to the new channel. I mean the new cash app. All right, but they still over there. They canceled me over there, bro. They watching me. Somebody's watching me. One of the coach gang members got me in trouble. Now I know who it was. All right, he admitted it. But I can't tell you what he said because ninjas will be trying to do it. All right, you know how you do on the internet. Oh, we can mess this ish up. All right. All right. They had me on a watch list. They definitely, hey, bro, you guys don't know, man. Cash App had me on a, new, 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 new world order. Cash App had me on a watch list for like four weeks investigating the brother and it was crazy shout out to we got three brothers that are on paypal earlier all right what are we doing here this is our brother joseph i he says i have been enjoying your show and want to show my support with this small contribution from alberta canada he says good job in the rp space a shout out to you and over everybody in alberta 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 all right, that's, that's Calgary and Edmonton t- territory. All right, shout out to you, man. Shout out to everybody on their ranch over in, over in Calgary. All right, so we got a double-double. We got a double-up right here. It's C. Robbins Fly. He says, contributions to the Baby Mama Terrorist Fund from a resident engineer, Dr. C.G. Hey, shout out to you. He says, thanks for all of the edutainment you provide. My praying mantis, baby mama terrorist, recently escalated when I gave her a phone ledger of all the unanswered video calls, which are 100% of dozens over weeks. I have tried to have with my two-year-old daughter. She cut off all communication once she learned I was moving back to town. And she said she'll only communicate through her lawyer now. It's clear she doesn't want me to come back and get custody because she hasn't even had a court order, a DNA test, and the parental lawsuit or the parentage lawsuit 
has been open for a year by her. So she originated the parental lawsuit knowing that you left. And then what she was going to do is get, um, because you, you didn't respond to it, obviously. <laughs> she couldn't probably find you. And um, what happened is she was trying to get a court order to move forward to collect child support. But now that you're moving back, all right, which is a very, very smart legal tactic, um, one that I'll employ as well, um, is to move back um, and commute, commute back and forth to, but they don't know that yet, but I just announced it over the airways, all right, to be one week here, one week there, so they can't avoid giving me custody. But anyway, uh, legal tactics uh, with, with standing. She knows now that she has to give you custody. She knows that's up. So, so now she's trying to avoid you using the lawyer. But shout out to you and thank you for contributing to my baby mama terrorist fund. You also have some funds. He, he has some money. I'm sure he definitely has money. I got money. But hey, man, this type of stuff in games, sometimes you have to play because they try to use the system against you. But then when you got them, you got them. All right. So shout out to you on that one. Um, Two-year-old, though. You know, I'm doing this for teenagers. <laughs> it's not necessary. But yes, uh, it is a, it's a dirty game. It's a dirty game. But do whatever you can, man. And if it's just to prove a point, do it just to prove a point. Um, and keep all your documentation so when your daughter ends up on Oprah talking about how you abandoned her, you'll find out, she'll find out that she had a baby mama terrorist that was contributing to this. She was a contributing factor. Anyway, Juco Joe says, contributing to the baby mama terrorist fund, but coach, say it ain't so about Timbaland simping for the culture with Pinky Doll. He says he's making the whole golden era of hip-hop generation look bad out here. Gentlemen, we must stay focused. Shout out to Timbo. He might be coaching. Lord, have mercy. We must stay focused, brothers. We must yeah. stay focused. Or, yes, yes. Somebody said, or when she's on OnlyFans. That's true. Talking about, well, my dad left me. No, he didn't. Guys, the idea, I want you guys to get it through your skull. Hearing a woman say or a child say the, the father left, and I did a show breakdown on that. When they say the father left, that doesn't even tell 2% of the story. Stop accepting the father left. The father did not leave. The baby mama terrorist is using that to say the father just moved on from the mother. All right. And the mother never recovered. And then she's using that to punish you via your children. The father did not just leave. No, that's never the case. And if they use that as the case, she's leaving out a great bit of information. And we all know women lie. And the reason she's the way she's lying is through omission. So she's trying to clear it up because most men, weak men, accept the father left. But the fathers just don't leave, okay? Now, there is a small percentage of fathers that do, and they use that deadbeat scenario to paint everybody with that broad bush of deadbeat. But it's not the case, all right? It's not the case at all. So never listen to that shit, all right? That's one of the red flags that I teach you to be alert. If she says, I was in an abusive relationship, you ask her, who was the abuser? See, you guys got to stop accepting shit. And the reason why you accept it is because you want to fornicate with them, all right? And so we have to understand that um, as much as women get away with this BS, it is men that allow them to get away with the BS because you want to feel sympathetic, you want to save them, and you want to fornicate with them. That's all. And you just waiting to fornicate with them so you'll accept it. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, he left. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Caitlin Ferguson. It says, uh, when your world, he says, when your world-famous daughter can maintain a marriage, Better than you can as a mother, you don't deserve a second chance. He says, I hope Tina Knowles enjoys being an old single grandmama. Probably with a mustache. 
She looks like the type of grandmama that will have a mustache. What do you think? <laughs> All right, I'm thinking that right here. All right. It, anyway, Chairman Mo says, here's my ties to you live from Hong Kong. Keep spitting out that truth. Shout out to you, man. I don't know how you get me over there in Hong Kong and China, but I'm sure it's a great risk and you, you're on a list. You, you made the list like Chris Jericho. We got our brother Brayon says, greetings, coach. I have a quick question. I've been reading my Bible lately, and do you think men should follow certain principles within the Bible? I do. Yeah, I mean, the what, whether you're religious or not, all of these religious texts were put together by men who saw shit that tried to warn us. Now, one of the things that they people do, especially feminists, is they attack the Bible. Why? Because the Bible tells them who they are, describes them over several, several hundreds of thousands of years. All right. And then what do they do? The women like, don't listen to them. Yeah, right. All right. We got two more. We got we got two more, man. We got we got uh, I got to get Venmo because we got a sponsorship over there. God dang, brother. Shout out to y'all, man. Early this morning with the support. No government name. BH says this morning, a popular YouTuber asked his live stream audience to list their favorite show on any platform that they cannot live with. And several folks commented yours truly the notorious one coach Greg Adams. And we back new, 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 appreciate new that, order. man. This is the best show on YouTube. I mean, nobody could do it better than this. <laughs> Shout out to you. Thank you. Derek says, how do you marry a woman who keeps her first husband's last name? What a fool. What a fool believes. Yeah, what a fool. We're going to talk about that. Let's get into the doom and gloom aspect of the show and give you an update on what you need to know financially. And yes, this is a blue chip mindset as well. We're going to have that come back next week. I was a little distracted this week being law, law, law petty. All right, by being law petty. You know what? I just realized that I didn't set my scene up. So I'm going to have to do that mid-show. We'll do it live. We'll definitely do it live. So let me see if I can set it up right. Oh, yeah, I, re- I definitely messed it up. All right, let me see here. What is this? Okay, let's see if they do it. Let's see if I set up my scene right. All right, I didn't even set my show up right. Look at this. This is reprehensible. All right, yep, I got it on the wrong thing. Hold on for a second. Now I don't know. Now it's mid-show. Oh, boy. Now I really messed up the show. All right, so don't. I hope to God that I don't have to start the show over. <laughs> this is a beat. This would be crazy. All because I forgot to set up my uh, back. You know what I have to do? I think I know what I have to do. I have to flip it over here. I have to flip it. And then what I have to do is I have to flip it back. All right. (laughs) My assistant, you're fired. My assistant is fired. All right. So let's see if I got it. Oh, boy. That saved me a show. That saved me. Mm. Kaylee, you're fired. I'm going to hire a new Kaylee tomorrow. Anyway. Doom and gloom. Let's ring the bell again. (laughs) All right. Let's give him another bell. All right, here we go right here. What is this right here? It looks like a social credit score coming to the United States. I've been warning you guys. It's definitely coming. Now, apparently this is in China, and it says China shames citizens who are on the blacklist of social credit score system by displaying their faces, ID, and addresses on every government-run billboard in town for all to see. This also alerts who you may want to stay away from lest your social credit score go down. Now, let's go ahead and see. Oh, we got to turn that down. But check, take a look at this. This is on a freeway billboard. 
Oh, he's he's afraid to re- he's afraid to record it. So social credit score is already a thing, guys. This is coming to America, guys. This is coming to America. Um, and uh, yes, if you're associating cavorting with the wrong people, yes, you can be put on the board of shame, and that's gonna come. And I know it's coming. That's what she said. All right, so check that out right there. I've been warning you of of those type of things going to be happening to a country near you. And the reason why I know, apparently, there are people volunteering to have their eyeball scanned with the World Coin Orb to get a digital ID. These are coming to countries near you as we speak. If you did not know, Sam Altman, creator, I think not Sam Altman. Uh, is that Sam Altman? There's another Sam. I think it's Sam Altman. He's the creator of the World Coin, in which he wants to. He's also the creator of um, Chat GPT. Chat GPT. Okay. New, 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 new world order. And what he wants to do is for you to access this digital ID via the war, World Coin Orb, is that they want to scan your eyeball. They want to scan your eyeball. And I heard of this shit, and I was like, Yo, what in the hell is going on? Nobody's going to do that, but here we go. There they go, right there. There, it, This is a, some Asian country. They all look like Asians in here, all right? Lined up. Look. Oh, my goodness. New, 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 new world order. I have no faith in humanity at all. Oh, the humanity. I have no faith. Y'all ninjas going to take the mark of the... Y'all, listen, you will take the mark. You will take the mark. Man, people will take the mark. I don't, I don't know what the mark is, but they'll take it. We'll have 80% of the deaf, numb, and blind lined the hell up. All right. And so, you know, it is what it is. I can't, I can't tell people too much. I don't want to sound like a conspiracy theorist or a tinfoil hat. But um, take look at what the people are doing. The sheeple. I, I call them the people. Look at the sheeple here. Also, they don't want to get left out. They on They out there. Drinking water from a bowl like a dog. Look at this. Man, I tell you, brothers. I tell you. New, 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 new world order. Yeah. It's, I don't have a confidence in humanity anymore. I just don't. People, people are going to do what they're going to do. They're going to follow. They're going to follow. NPCs are going NPC. All right. Matrix Ninjas is going Matrix. Uh, something else that I've been discussing with you that people don't talk about. And, of course, that movie tried to come out on Disney. That came out, what was it called? Sounds of Freedom. And it tried to come out. Disney was like, let's put the kibosh on this. Oddly enough, they're coming out with a cartoon of a young woman, I believe, who is 18 years old, who has, who's get pregnant by a devil, a demon, a devil, I think with two horns and a, and a little tail. Like Disney's coming out with a cartoon. And do they early terminate the baby? Come on, bro. So Disney and this whole thing about the trafficking thing, they wanted to distance themselves from that. That's all you need to know. It tells you what, the, what you need to know. And I've also been telling you that, um, you know, you, what you guys don't know is um, stuff is happening behind the scenes. And uh, people are ignoring it. I've been telling you this stuff has been going on on Seeking. It's been going on in the world. It's been going on in script clubs. That you have children being exploited. You have the trafficking of children. You have them now saying they are exploited, being exploited on OnlyFans. Okay, so I've been warning you, these things are going to happen. And it's not this, you guys want to live in a world where everything's okay and girls only do things when they're 18. Same thing with teenage sex and teenage pregnancy. And then you wonder what's going on here. 
There's a lot of stuff going on in this world, and they don't want you to know. But check this out. The children selling explicit videos on OnlyFans. And when they say children, they're not really talking about like nine. They're talking about 16 and 17, 14, 15. Um, so uh, these aren't these are adolescents. These are barely these are what they call teenagers. But, dude, this is happening. And people ignore it. And they act like it doesn't happen. They act like it's see, this is what they did. They act like it wasn't happening on um, Instagram as well. But if you get caught up in the wrong Instagram uh, funnel, you'll see you'll see people who look like what to appear to be looking like underage 21 year olds doing everything what the overage 21 year olds are doing. So it's there. I warned you about it. I'm telling you. And it says right here, British subscription site OnlyFans is failing to prevent underagers, underage users from selling and appearing in explicit videos. And you also can probably say people who are trafficking these people as well um, are participating. But it says under 18s have used fake identifications to set up accounts. And police say 14-year-olds use the grandma's passport. Okay. And he says these children are being exploited on the, plat on the platform. Now, here's the other thing that I want to talk about. It is not just, it is not just trafficking that is making this happen. What you guys don't know and what I know, and people, I, this story's been funneling underground. These girls are volunteering themselves for this, all right? You guys know, I know it's a tough conversation, but they're volunteering themselves for this. I know this because I've actually talked to other people, who, other parents who said their daughter's friends are teens or preteens and they're already selling feed pictures. So this is already going on. It's already sad state of our world. And I'm one of the few people that are willing to report it because a lot of people are cowards. They say they'll come out and protect people. They say they'll do it, but they ain't going to do it. They'll just look the other way. But a lot of these girls are volunteering for these services and trying to make a little bit of money. So it's not just that they're the victim of some trafficking in all cases. And um, just some for some people that have been talking to me, young women that are now of the legal age said, yep, but before their legal age, they was already exploring the opportunities to sell whatever they needed to sell in order to make a couple of dollars. So this is the world we're living in. New, 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 new world. It's already reported. We got fatherless activities, a lot of broken homes, single mother raised children, single mother activities. We got a lot of fathers, uh, absentee fathers. We got a lot of breakdowns in families. We got a lot of immigrants. By the way, did you hear the news story of the missing teen, as they called it, who walked into a police station in Montana? Okay. And she had been missing since she was 14. She 15. She was an autistic girl. I bet you she had two babies. I bet you she has had babies by now. All right. So she was so-called missing since she was 14. She wanted to remove herself from the missing child's list. So she shows up at a police station in Montana at age 18 and says, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm here now. You found me. Take me off the list and I'm going to go back to do what I'm doing. Okay. Guess I'm guaranteeing you what's happened is culturally, Montana, and it was the northern, northern part of Montana up near the Canadian border. So I guarantee you this woman ran off with a man. Some man in their poor town knocked her up. I'm telling you, knocked her up two and three times. I guarantee you the parents knew the entire time, and they probably was like, hey, that girl turned herself in. Why don't you turn yourself in and get yourself off the list? They're going to sweep that shit up under the rug, and they're going to keep it moving. All right, so 
This is the stuff going on in the world out here. I'll guarantee you that that was the situation. Somebody knocked her up probably when she was younger. And the family probably knew about it too. Family probably knew about it. That man probably was somewhat taking care of the, the family. I guarantee you, man, they're not going to talk about that story. She left at 14. Yeah, she left. She was not kidnapped. She left and probably with another guy, an older guy too. So anyway, that's the doom and gloom report. I believe I have Uh, yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Is that the doom and gloom? No, yeah, yeah, that is the doom and gloom report. So let's ring the bell on the way out. And do me a favor, man. Hit the like button. We got 1,500 people watching me on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel, the best show on YouTube. Let's get to 1,000 likes. I got 532 likes. We got to get to 1,000 likes, man, because we can get more people in here. Please allow more people to come through. And uh, let me see something here. Before we do that, we're going to get the Straggle and Sniggle Theater, but we'll catch up. We'll catch up on some more donations. And I'm trying to figure out where, where my mouse is supposed to be right now. For some reason, it's not finding it. Ah, I found it. Anyway, Money Mindset is on patreon.com backslash Coach Greg Adams. All right, join the Money Mindset. Join us for Sunday nights on the Money Mindset, patreon.com, backslash Coach Greg Adams. And that is linked down in the description box below. The, the, the description box below. Anyway, what do we got here? Let me see if we got enough Super Chats to talk about it. Yeah, shout out to Catfish A says, my sniggling fee. Shout out to you. Agent Machine says, many XXs don't like the Bible because it tells them where they stand and they don't like it. Real talk men marry based on what the Bible says they would get. And this is the Bible definitely has been in a situation where, um, you know, a lot of women think it oppresses them. But it's the word of God. It's supposedly the word of God. So if you're a believer in the, the, the word of God, the Holy Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, if you believe in the order of God, which is going to be uh, God, God created man, all right, God loves man, Woman loves man, and the family loves the children. If you believe in that, and you claim to be a Christian, I don't know how you believe you're going to change the Lord's words. I don't know how you're going to do it. Warhammer says, for the baby mama terrorist fund, because children are often the things that we waste. What are we doing over here? We got, uh, let's see here. We, I need more time, PayPal. Chill. Right? PayPal trying to always kick me off. We got Sizzo in the building. Shout out to the Yob Mob. Sizzo says, as someone who works for the mouse, Disney is unfortunately you know who. It's a safe haven for debauchery, but there's a lot of Kayleys to look at. Hashtag Yob Mob. Indeed, shout out to you and the Kayleys over in the Florida aspect. Definitely, we, we, we need to call them more crystal meths. <laughs> crystal methanies. Allie says, yes, black folks play victim a lot, but nothing infuriates me more than a silver spoon, polo-wearing, punk, calling people that word, yet never walk a day in their shoes. Shout out to you there. Um, but a lot of them are cucked by the wives, too, and their, and their, um, and their families. 
Where are we at here? Devontae Swing says everyone on their social credit score blacklist will be the ones black women have kids with. I never thought about that, but you bring up a good point. <laughs> you bring up a good point. If they have social credit score here, you know damn well women, and particularly black women. And I'm I'm not against it because I date women of all races and been screwed over by all of them. But you know black women gonna use that against ninjas. You know damn well black women gonna have y'all ninjas faces scrolling up and down. The social credit score. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Yikes, man. Hit the like button. Yo, hit the like button. This is terrible, man. I need a thousand likes. Ay, ay, ay. What are we doing here? Sterling says, you saving lives, coach. Excellent work. Thank you, brother. And, you know, pick and choose what I tell you here. You don't have to agree with everything. But the information that I'm giving you is life-changing. We got Dion says, baby mama terrorist found in the building. And the terrorist fund. The baby mama terrorist fund. Let's get to Straggle and Sniggle Theater. And uh, this should be a fun episode with a lot of sniggling and a lot of straggles. Here we go. Like, ride with me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five sticky, come get high with me, that's a deal, right? All right, stra- all right, straggle and sniggle theater. It looks like we have a video that I was going to share yesterday about a woman who kicks her man and his small child out of her house because he can no longer help with the bills. Now, I was telling you about this yesterday's show. Because the point that we were making is that men don't get much out of the relationship. Much of what he receives is conditional, is predicated on what he provides or what he does. Meaning if he's good at sex, that's what he's supposed to keep doing. Uh, It's supposed to be only for her. If he's providing financial support, once the financial support runs out, she has no use for him. If she doesn't see any more use for the individual, she she will end the relationship or she will not no longer associate. So here we go. Um, let's go ahead and roll the film and break this down and review it. Go. You finna go. Yeah. Ain't no more checks finna come in. Yeah, you know, definitely gotta go. You can't help with no bills. That's right, little baby. Put them shoes in the bag. Put it in the bag. Tell Put it in the bag. Yeah, you paid my money. bills. But uh, you ain't got no more checks coming in, so that means you can't help. Uh, Look at you put that, put them shoes in the bag. Get your jeans up. Crazy. I hope, I hope another man come in here and help you out. I'll trust you. Don't worry about you it. Better, Don't worry you about better. it. Look at you, pick them shoes up. Yeah, I'll leave. I ain't got, like I said, I ain't got no problem with leave. Bye. Yeah. All you do is sit and be on that PC. Look, y'all. Okay, all right, so you see that right there. Um, I don't know the context of their relationship. Obviously, something's not be- the, the main issue she had. There were two things here, the money and the time. All right, so money, energy, attention, and time, all men pay. I don't pay, coach. Well, apparently, you found out you were paying. So you were not supporting anymore. She had no more use. You were wasting too much time on something other than her. You had no more use. Money, energy, attention, and time. Your association with your woman is 
predicated on conditions, on what you do, what the association is. So it, it didn't matter that he helped before, but now that he's falling on hard times, she says he's got to go. And he said, hey, look, I helped you before. I paid all your bills before. Well, that don't matter now. It doesn't matter now. You're not paying them now. So you're not living up to the conditions. So you and your baby got to go. Also, that PC is going to get destroyed. He might have been live streaming or whatever he was doing or playing video games. That wasn't going to cut it. So you got to go. Now, listen, gentlemen, this is how women work. It's an evil world we live in. Once you understand, you it will might make sense. But if you're trying to love them, it won't make sense. You will be like, how could you do this to me? Well, women do evil things to men that they don't want to associate with. For instance, if a woman doesn't like me in public and I say, hi, how you doing? How's it going? I want to introduce myself. She could just give me the most despicable, disgraceful look if she does not find me attractive. She can actually look me up and down, call me all kinds of things, file a lawsuit, claim she was harassed for just talking. That's evil. But that she couldn't have just said, no, that's okay. Have a good day. No, she can do that. She doesn't see any reason to associate. She does evil things. <laughs> All right. They just can't be like, no, I won't do anything evil. I'll just thank you very much and move on. Now, if you get into an association with them and you don't live up the conditions, yes, they'll do evil things to you. It's an evil world we live in. With no remorse. With no remorse. So, um, Sorry for this guy. He probably aimed low and hit. And I want to point out one more thing right here. This is going to be the important part. Watch this part right here. We'll get to it. I'll stop it when I get to the important part. Yeah. Ain't no more checks going to come in. Yeah, you know, definitely got to go. You can't help with no bills. That's right, little baby. Put them shoes in the bag. Put it in the bag. Put in the bag. Yeah, you yeah, you paid my bills. But you ain't got no more checks coming in, so that means you can't help. Look at you put that, put them shoes in the bag. Get your jeans up. Crazy. I hope another man come here and help you out. Oh, trust me. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. All right, that's the important part right now. So he says, and he knows instinctively, he said, well, I hope another man comes in there and help you out. Oh, she said, trust me. Don't worry about it. What does that mean? What does that mean, gentlemen? You're going to find out today. She already got that man. That man already lined up. There was another bull in the ring. She secured the branch. See, one of the reasons that's giving her confidence to be able to throw his ass out and still not have rent due is because somebody's already there. Like there could be a sugar daddy. She could have had a job. She could be thinking about starting her OnlyFans. She could have got hired at a script club. She could have got a raise at her job. Um, there could be another guy willing to pay the bills. Whatever it is, we don't know what it is. But another guy's already lined up. Very rarely does a woman move on and take this drastic response to kick him out immediately. You got to get out now. Get out now. The only reason he's got to get out now is because the new man is there. By the time this ninja fi finishes moving out, she's going to have 10 toes up, legs spread wide open, getting her insides pushed through her esophagus. That's what's going to be happening as soon as he leaves, within minutes till seconds. So she's already found the next replacement. She already got somebody else. And now she's confidently being able to say, you can go. I don't need you at all. And he was like, I hope another guy, trust, 
Mm. She's like, don't worry about all that. <laughs> all right, so look, the branch is secured. This is called monkey branching. Women typically monkey branch out of relationships. And, and if you're just new to the red bill uh, and people haven't told you, women will hand you the scissors and cut and wait for an excuse. So what she'll do is once she sees the money not there or whatever the condition is not being provided, she will seek out the next replacement or the replacement will be somebody she already knows. When we get the Tina Knoll, this is going to be the exact same thing. Matthew Larson or whatever his name is was already in Tina Knowles' life. Yeah, so she already had the branch secured and then she then can release the other branch. So she reaches out. Before she leaves you, she holds on, swings, grabs the other branch. Once she's got it, she can let you go. This is how they exit relationships. This is how they exit relationships. So anyway, let's get to the other one here. We're here to teach and this is the best edutainment on YouTube. Apparently, this woman right here says that a man followed her leaving the gym. And what she said was what the guy did was approached her to be a sugar baby or an arrangement. All right. So for some reason, I can't play the audio on. I can't play the audio on my my uh, browser here. So I'm going to play the audio that she recorded. And of course, one of the things that I warn about cold approach. One of the things I warn about cold approach is that women's um, attention seeking behavior will either have her record you or she'll record herself visually in your audio. This is one of the reasons cold approach is going to be dead. It's this right here is going to discourage the average man from approaching women. So this man decides to approach her and watch this. Just look at the, the, the I'll play the audio in a minute, but she's recording herself, but recording the audio. So he approached her. And then the, her first instinct was to record what he's saying to her. Now, she might do this for security measures, but she also posted this to the internet and social media. So you got to consider this when you're talking about making the classic approach. These women have their phones in their hand attached like a third appendage. And she's now, they're now recording ninjas approaching. I mean, ladies, you guys got to check your ladies. If you want men to approach, this type of behavior is going to get people to not approach. All right. So, but in this case, this man is going to offer her or proposition her to be a sugar daddy. I mean, yeah. So let me see if I can put, pop this up here. Okay. Uh, where's the audio? Here we go. Where's the audio? Oh, where's my audio? All right. I don't have the audio. Nope. It's not seeking through. It's not seeking. Okay. So anyway, we'll read it. I thought I had the audio set up. Oh, no, I didn't have it set up. Oh, all right. I'll have to play it through my phone. Play it. Oh, this is all messed up. Come on, man. This is crazy. All right. This is terrible, man. All right. Anyway, you heard the audio. So anyway, the guy approaches and says, hey, listen, uh, I have an offer for you. Um, she, he asked about an arrangement. He asked about an arrangement. Now, here's the funny thing. Of course, I can't play the audio. What he asks her is, hey, um, and he kind of stumbling. He's kind of clumsy, but he sounds like an older man. And he's like, hey, you're beautiful. 
I'd like to ask you for an arrangement. Now watch this. She says, uh, what do you mean an arrangement? Now here's what I'm going to tell you. Here's what I'm going to tell you. When they say things like, uh, what do you mean an arrangement? This type of communication and her trying to make you spell it out and sound it out is why men don't like to approach. Okay. Because she knows exactly what an arrangement is. It's not, it's very obvious. It's part of our lexicon. Women already do this. They already know about, they already know about sugar daddies. They talk about wanting a sugar daddy and not wanting them, or at least a sugar daddy that don't uh, need no sugar. Everybody knows what an arrangement is. She knows exactly what it is, but she's like, uh, what? An arrangement? She's like sitting there like, really? Um, I'm sorry. What that mean? So she's got him stumbling. He's already nervous. And then now she wants to do what? Plausible deniability. Oh, I'm an innocent girl. I don't know what an arrangement is. What exactly are you talking about? <laughs> Ladies, this is why ninjas don't approach you. You want the average guy to put up with this bullshit. You know what it is. You, you've been a whore for a long time. You know what we're talking about. All right, so after he, she feigns ignorance, he was like, uh, then he's really stumbling. He's like, oh, well, you know, I just wanted to know if, you know, I can, I can pay you for your time. And she's like, oh, like a sugar daddy. He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. So once they got past that, she was like, no, I'm not interested. I'm not interested. And it got, the video kind of shuts off. But however, this exchange now, She's going to use to post on the internet for what reason? To say, hey, this is the type of stuff that happens to me, ladies, watch out. Or look at these. These guys are approaching me at the gym, and they think I'm beautiful and valuable, and these are the type of offers I get. Now, once she shut that camera off, she probably was like, uh, uh, daddy. Okay, daddy. All right. Uh, get him, daddy. Yeah, I'm, I, don't, I don't think so. She shut the camera off, and then she went rent back. So she can get that bag. Gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> now all of a sudden they want to sit up there and yeah, they want to actually make, oh, this guys, these guys are horrible, despicable human beings approaching these girls for offers. Now here's the funny thing about it, guys. I've been warning you to not do this. If you, yeah, they use it for marketing and clout. I've been warning you, do not do this. If you follow me on Locals, Coach Greg Adams at Locals.com, that's where we give you this information. I warned you to not do this. You go goofy ninjas. Ay, ay, ay. Don't do this. There's ways to do the junior college. That woman, let's go ahead and pull this woman up right here just so you can see. I mean, she ain't all that. I mean, listen, you're going to do better just taking your time. Like, look at this. I mean, she cute. She's somewhat cute. But, bruh. Oh, it says right here he does arrangements in Dubai, so he's there for a little little bit of time so he wants to get on it now guys man get your phone out crack your phone open you can get someone way better than this ninja jesus ninjas is out here starving yeah that brother's starving yes, sir. i told you to not do this but you goofy ass ninjas do it all the time aye, aye, aye. dudes are goofy so he deserved what he got on that one but anyway watch out for this let's go to a suburban grocery storage near you take a look at these straggles um <laughs> Who granny is this? Look at these grannies. What in the hell is going on here? Are these two lesbian lovers? What is this? What are they wrestling over? <laughs> All right. What is going on here? All right. Let's play the audio because she got her leg all copped up. What are we doing? I know. I, I can kind of see. It's okay. 
It's okay. Get off of me. <laughs> you won't let me go. No, I know you me. won't because you've already hit me twice. Oh, yeah. Kathy, you're kidding me now. Stop. Lady, stop. Stop. Get up. Get up. Stop. Man, y'all can't. Stop this. Y'all can't take I don't have dementia. Y'all can't take women nowhere, bro. They always try to. What are we doing? Ninja still going to hit. Where are my shoes? <laughs> I yeah, what in the world? <laughs> I won't get you in. <laughs> Man, these people don't have dementia. She has mental. These people have alcoholism. What? They can't get up off the floor either. Let's see which one gets off the floor the fastest. Oh, look. Oh, slowly I turn. Look, she can't even get up without holding something. And that's a <laughs> ninja recorded her. Man. Oh, man, this is terrible. These people, look at this. What are they? You can't take these people anywhere. You can't take people anywhere. Ladies, stay home. You need a man when you go out. You have been fighting me all day. Yeah, I wonder why. They're going to see you on this. let go. You let go. She's got dementia. I know. I can kind of see. It's okay. It's okay. Well, it looks like possibly she might be her caregiver, her full-time nurse, possibly her mother. Right, this might be her mother in the yellow. And uh, guys, you know what I mean? Like, it sounds like probably Kathy been divorced two or three times, has dealt with some substance abuse, definitely dealing with some dementia, fighting her. She said, you've been fighting me all day out here, making me look stupid out here. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. Got her wrestling on the floor. Just terrible. Can't take people anywhere nowadays. All right, what do we got here? We got a straggle in Sniggle Theater. We got a flat back to Kaylee. A flatback to straggle at a looks like a one of these uh renaissance affairs all right uh or one of these cosplay affairs so this is going to get nerdy bear with us this is going to get quite nerdy and it sounds like she says i tried to film a video and this happened i think this is a skit but we're going to show you what's going on here i tried to film a video and this happened Hello, i am a fairy princess at a renaissance fair and, and i am the knight that will save you Oh, what is this magical box? A mirror into another world. Does it have a hex on you? Okay. Don't worry, princess. You are mine. Oh. <laughs> Thanks for being in my bit. You're awesome at characters. Yeah. Well, I have a magical box, too. Okay. Do you have one? Uh, can our magical boxes speak to each other? Oh, you mean, you want my number? Um, it, oh, no, um, I have a boyfriend. I'm sorry. You have what? I have a boyfriend, I'm sorry. I was in character. Yeah, okay. I wasn't actually okay. asking for your number. Yeah, white folks be doing shit like this. Y'all be, they be, they, they be, what do they call this? They call it, um, I think they, not, they don't call it cosplay. I can't remember what they, they be doing some shit. <laughs> yeah. What do they call this? I can't remember what they call it. Uh, uh, um, damn, I can't remember what they call it. But anyway, it's starving, yes. Not cosplay, it's called something else. LARPing, LARPing, yeah, LARPing, live action role playing. So they get they engage in this role playing uh, bit, which makes things confusing because the woman will come over and the man will come over and they'll role play shit. They'll role play like the girls a minor. They'll role play like you know they'll role play some crazy stuff here, Renaissance fair, and it sounds like on this skit that they were role playing. All right, and then the role playing went left. 
And then the guy tried to use plausible deniability. Like, I wasn't asking you out. I was asking you out in my character. And this is where things get out of control. And this nerdy girl who's probably, you know, <laughs> just lost in the lost in her LARPing. She don't know if this is the character or not. This is crazy. But uh, anyway, I got to play it again. It's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. I tried to film a video and this happened. Hello, I am a fairy princess at a renaissance fair. <laughs> Jesus. By the way, these theater people, theater people are weird. Uh, actor, let me just say this. Actors, musicians, theater people, complete weirdos. They're complete lunatics. Like they're not of the regular kind. So, you know what I mean? Like for in order for them to act and perform, if a musician did what they did in real life, like I'll give you an example. There could be a musician that has a major following. If he was not recognizable and he showed up on the streets of Las Vegas as a street performer, people would think he's a weirdo until they realize, oh, he's a major musician. Oh, okay, he's not a weirdo anymore. It's only, it's only not weird until they get paid. And I used to hang out with people who were actors and child actors. These people are weirdos. And it's only them not being weird when they make the big screen or they make a television show. But they're complete weirdos in regular life. Same thing as um, same thing as these theater people. People that do performing arts and they come out and they take their shit all seriously and they be like, they be using their body to express. <laughs> and they be serious about it too. They be like, my body is expression. I'm not making fun of them, but I am. By the way, I took dance classes in uh, kinesiology. My expressive movements. And they be like, I'm a tree. I'm a tree. <laughs> it's just be weirdo. Them theater people be weirdo. So this is another example, man. The LARPing people, look at their face, bro. I'm a damsel in distress. <laughs> I'm a beautiful princess. Weird. All right, here we go. But listen, all of us are weird in a sense, but they be super weird. All right, anyway, the thespians. Yes, thespians. Thespians are super weirdos. Anyway. And I'm the knight that will save you. Oh, what is this magical box? A mirror into another world. <laughs> Look at this ninja. <laughs> Yo, man, shout out to the LARPing community out here, man. They got to be on some crack. They got to be on some weird drugs, bro. All right, here we go. And look, she's still trying to stay in character. <laughs> Does it have a hex on you? Don't worry, princess. You are mine. Oh, he about to grab them flatbacks. Oh, my goodness. She is super flatback, too, by the way. Uh, whatever she got pushed up on her chest, there's not much there. All right, let's continue. <laughs> and she's like trying to laugh it off. Thanks for being in my bit. You're awesome at characters. Yeah. <laughs> You're awesome at characters. Well, I have a magical box too. What magical box are you talking about, brother? What magical box? <laughs> what that mean? Oh, man. This ninja tried to come in. Hey, in real life, he would not have been able to talk to her, but because he's in a character, she talking to him. And she's like, oh, man, he's starving. This dude right here. Yeah, that brother's starving. <laughs> Do you have one? Uh, can our magical boxes speak to each other? <laughs> our magical boxes. You know how much cocaine, coca this woman has done? Shrooms. You know how much coca and shrooms this woman has done? Dude, I'm going to tell y'all a secret about Kaylee's. Kaylee's be on the coca, acid, shrooms, and they be out here looking normal. But they be hopped up, all right? Watch out. Mental health meds, Xanax, sleeping pills, wine, all right? Never underestimate the power of a Kaylee to be hopped up. 
zooted. And this woman zooted as well. You, you want my number? She's a super nerd too. She's super nerdy, which is sexy in a sort of way here. But watch out. Super nerds have their own their own issues. All right, shout out to the guy right here to try to run game and approach. Okay, what else do we got here? We got uh, Idris Elba make straggle in Sniggle Theater. Idris, we're Sniggle today. Idris Elba claims he was held at firearm point after trying to defend a woman. Idris, you almost lost your life trying to defend a woman here. And uh, I'm sure this is some public relations press release article, but you done made Sniggle today, uh, Idris. Death bites him. You realize men will take your life? Is this a promotion for James Bond? What is this? It says Idris Elbus has revealed that he was once threatened at firearm point when he tried to intervene in an argument between a couple outside of a club. The Luther star, age 50, recalled the incident took place in the United States and said it began when he tried to stop a man from shouting at his girlfriend. Damn, brother. What a moron. You can't be this stupid. Wait a minute. Who are you? You can't be this stupid, man. Never do. Do not do this, gentlemen. It says right here in a recent appearance on the Smartless podcast, Elba claimed, I nearly lost my effing life after attempting to stop a man threatening his girlfriend outside of a club. Why would you do this? Guys, don't do this. He says the guy was wailing. Wait. The guy was wailing on his missus. Oh, he's British, so I got to get my British accent. The guy was wailing on his missus, screaming in her face. Cheer, chip, 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 here yo. I'll effing kill you, he said, and so on. I came around, and I go, look how beautiful she is. Why would you talk to this beautiful princess like that? Bruh. Bruh. What are you doing? Gentlemen, please don't do this. He says right there, however, things took a turn for the worse, surprisingly, when the man turned to Elba and pulled the firearm on him. Quote, he pulled out a gun, stuck it right in my face and goes, you talking about my girl? He thought I was trying to hit on her. Yeah, that's how you lose your life. I remember thinking, don't play negotiations like that consequences man the actor did not give further details about how the rest of the incident played out elba has previously spoken out against violence against women and voiced his concern about women being targeted in his popular bbc pause series luther in 2018 he told digital spy that the show was rightly criticized for portraying violence inflicted on female characters now let me tell you something man idris elba has been known to lie he be a known-ass liar, all right? Listen, he been saying some suspicious-ass lies. So I think, I think he's lying. He, caught, he got caught lying during COVID, like right at the beginning. He was one of the first celebrities. Remember? He was one of the first celebrities to come on out. And he was like, I caught it. <laughs> Remember that? I think that was him. <laughs> and everybody was looking at him like, he was like, I survived it. <laughs> I couldn't breathe. Remember, he was one of the first ones. I was like, man, people called him out. It was like, it was like, for real, bro, you going overboard. Wait a minute. Who are you? I think he's lying. 
I think he's lying. Yeah, he's a musician. Is yeah, I think he's lying. So um, I think he's lying to get some PR. This is some PR shit. But anyway, gentlemen, don't do no crazy shit like that. Don't be a sniggle and lose your life over these people. So anyway, man, that was straggling sniggle for the day. We need to get a 1,000 likes, and we're almost there, man. Enter into this stream. Like the stream. And also, also, share the stream if you want to. Let's get the straggle and sniggle outro. Hey. With me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky, come get high with me. That's a deal, right? Okay. All right, I gotta get in the rhythm here. Okay, let's get to the super chats. Shout out to Luger Storm. He says, Did you ever cover the Chris Hogan story about how he got fired from Dave Ramsey? His wife at the time snitched out to Ramsey about cheating in a lawsuit from another employee, got him fired. I think I did brush over it, um, brush over it. Chris Hogan, shout out to him. He is a member of the Dave Ramsey team, got booted because he couldn't keep his salami in his pants while married. And uh, I don't know if you should get fired for it, but Dave Ramsey is a definitely a Bible-thumping Christian, so he cannot have his, his, his people out here doing that. So I understand that from a brand perspective there. But I did talk about it. I'm actually quite interested in this whole dynamic over there in Tennessee, but it's old hat. Now that's probably an old story to dig up. I hope Chris Hogan, Chris Hogan has been able to recover. All right. And shout out to Jones G says, keep teaching, inspiring and keep your foot on them. That's what we do around here, man. We make them, we make a, listen, we, we make you guys understand that the best scenario that you can have is to protect yourself. And if people do come after you, you make sure that they get every, they earn every dollar they get. All right, so we got our brother. Okay, listen, I should have not even paused for any contributions because there was only two, and I should have kept going and kept flowing. Let me check on Venmo before we get going to the next episode, which we're going to talk about. Tina Knowles. Tina Knowles episode is coming up. We got 2,000 people in the box over on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. We should have 1,000 likes, and we'll get into the Tina Knowles situation here. We got our brother here, Mario Lemieux is in here. Shout out to Mario Lemieux. He says, checking in, coach. Shout out to Mario Lemieux. All right, anybody remember who that is? You guys don't know. You guys don't watch no hockey. All right, man, look, do me a favor, man. I got to take a, a little break real quick, but follow me on somewhere. We got it. in here with the best entertainment show on YouTube. Let's get to the semi-main event here, and we're going to talk about Tina Knowles. You guys know her as Beyonce's my, Mammy. Beyonce's Mammy, and uh, let's go ahead and take you to marriage, because we got two things to cover here. We have the Tina Knowles situation, and then we also have the woman that doesn't say the, the 
phrase obey or the word obey in her wedding vows. So let's take you to Tina Knowles. And if you didn't know, Tina Knowles is Beyonce's mother. Let's go ahead and pop it up on the screen. Beyonce's mammy, Tina Knowles, filed from divorce from her second husband, Richard Lawson. I called him Matthew. That's her first husband. After eight measly-ass years of marriage, citing irreconcilable, I can never say this word, irreconcilable differences. The woman, age 69, filed the paperwork on Wednesday, and people had already know they'd been separated a few weeks ago, and listed the date of separation as Tuesday, as per TMZ. In the document, Tina is also asking the court to terminate the abilities to award spousal support to Richard, age 76. And it says right here, Tina and Richard said I do on April 2015. They do not have any kids together, thank goodness. But here's the funny thing about this. This story has so many layers to it. And if we want to be honest, this had more red flags than a Chinese communist parade. So here's the funny thing about it. They probably, people didn't even know that they were married for a long time. Now, they became known in their marriage when this video circulated. And I'm going to take you to a video that I published in October of 2018 following an interview. And take a look at Tina Knowles here. She's a mad woman to me. She's mad. All right. Meaning like she's, she's out there. She, she made, she's in witch territory. This is all allegations. But take a look at him and take a look at his submissive nature here. Now, I'm going to tell you some red flags, but let me play this video from October 2018 from yours truly, the notorious one. All right, here we go. I wrote down all the good things about myself, which is really hard. Have you ever tried to do that? To just sit down and write out 10 things that are really good about yourself? I wrote these things about myself, and I was like, I'm a bad sister. (laughs) I have done some pretty incredible things. I'm not so bad. I deserve somebody because I'm, I'm, I'm great, you know? And that's not an arrogant thing. That's just like all these years I've been, I've accomplished all these things, but I never really even took a look at them. I never owned them or, or felt good about them. So all of a sudden I felt good about myself and I think that's how I was able to attract someone. So if you are out there and you want to attract somebody, fall in love with yourself. Mm-hmm. And know your worth. You know, it really makes a difference. At 59, I moved to a new city, got a new car, a new man, a new life, and it is possible. I envisioned the type of man I wanted. I prayed for the type of man I wanted, and I got pretty much that. Is he perfect? Absolutely not. Is he perfect? Absolutely not. Is he perfect? Absolutely not. But, you know, he has a lot of the qualities. No. He has a lot of the qualities that uh, that I love, and we're having a really good time, and I'm enjoying life. So there is hope, women, ladies. What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another video. Ladies and gentlemen, I am committed, fully committed to reaching my goal, and my goal was to do an average of a video a day for 30 days to help me build this channel and get to the 1,000 subscriber mark. Did you hear that, gentlemen? I did this. I I didn't even have a 1,000 subscribers on my channel when this video came out, all right? So there's your boy. I hit the wall. I, I still have the same T-shirt on. <laughs> I only have one shirt. All right, so listen. I have the same shirt on. Look, I have the same chain. 
I didn't even have a thousand subs when I did this video. Brothers, if you ever think that it's impossible, this was five years ago. Five years, I aged 15. This is what happens when, hey, when you do YouTube, you're going to age, brothers. You're going to age rapidly. Check this out. And I just probably started growing my beard. But I did this video with 1,000 subs. All right, wow. I didn't even have 1,000 subs. I was so happy. I had 1,000 sub mark. But anyway, just thought you'd find that interesting. But let's go back to the Tina Knowles interview. As you can see, their dynamics are a little bit weird. Um, the eye roll that she gave him as she described that he's not perfect. And people took this video and it just spread like wildfire. Now, let me just tell you some, um, let me let me just um, tell you some details about this relationship that you will find out it falls under all of the things that we teach you. And then you're going to find out why it didn't end the divorce. Now, did you guys know, and all of this stuff that I tell you is allegedly, okay? All of the things that I'm going to tell you is allegedly. Did you guys know that, they already knew each other for three decades before they married. All right, did you guys know that? Did you guys know that this guy was a friend of the Tina and Matthew Knowles marriage? Did you guys know that? Did you guys know that this guy was already in the picture when Tina Knowles was pregnant with Beyonce? Did you guys know that? So they were already friends of friends. I believe Tina Knowles knew Matthew's sister. And this isn't gossip. This is just me telling you what's going on. So Tina Knowles, Matthew, or not, not Matthew, Richard tried to mack Tina right around when she was pregnant with Beyonce. So that when the, the first marriage with uh, Matthew Knowles and Tina went left, he entered into the picture from the orbit. He entered into the picture from the orbit. So he didn't come out of nowhere. The guy had already been there. Now, she didn't. She cheated before with other people, allegedly, and Matthew Knowles cheated with other people, supposedly got two other women pregnant. So that was the first marriage. But he was waiting in the wing the entire time on the second marriage. So this guy had already been present. So this, pe this is the stuff that people don't know, the other bull in the ring. And then they, she tried to pass it off as, hey, we weren't thinking about each other. And then, you know, Beyonce's daughter, the little girl, ask if they were going to get married, and then they continued to be a couple. So this is the stuff that I tell you about. Women rarely do these things without thinking about them, consideration, and they're always letting other men surround their orbit, and then all of a sudden when the first marriage falls apart, then the second guy is there. So anyway, that's that. That's that, and there's probably more details to it, but one of the funny details about this is she's not letting. She was like, no. I don't want him to have access to my money, which is odd, right? Wait, that's the wrong one. I got money. Since she's the breadwinner, she is now saying, hey, listen, he shouldn't get any of my money for spousal support. And she wants the court, she wants to terminate the court's ability to award spousal support. She can try if she wants. But if Richard's is petty enough, Richard Petty, he could go after some spousal support, albeit it's probably going to be very little. It's going to be very little. Other thing I want to point out here, eight years of marriage. Eight years of marriage is not very long. It's considered a short-term marriage. But this is very common, especially of second marriages. But this is the average length of a first marriage. They actually beat out the second marriage. So when people say, hey, get married when you're older, give it another shot. You're both 
approaching your 60s, you're going to die alone. Well, doesn't guarantee that you'll even survive the second marriage. And here Richard is, one of the things that I very much fear, or not fear, one of the things that makes me know I don't want to get married again is going through a divorce when I'm 60 and 70. Why in the hell would I go through a divorce at 60 and 70? I know men that do this and they get married for a second time, have young children, get divorced in their 60s, great divorce, and they don't have that much money, and then they're paying child support until they're 70. I think it's stupid, and I'm going to avoid that at all costs. So these fears that people have of dying alone, nobody going to be at their funeral, these are all fears that don't matter. When you die alone, you're going to die alone anyway. There's no bunk beds in the cemetery, or there's no bunk beds Uh, casket bunk beds not only that who cares who's at your funeral you're dead but these fears make people make decisions that are costly and this is against all odds this marriage was going to survive and the reason why we know that is because of how this woman behaves and acts how she treated him You only had to look at this video to know that this was doomed from the start let's go ahead and break it down i wrote down all the good things about myself. Now look at his behavior. Look at his, look at this. Look at this. While she's big upping herself and talking that shit and using him, she's all laid up on him. He's dead on the inside, but he's like, oh shit, I got to put up with this bitch. Okay. Which is really hard. Have you ever tried to do that? To just sit down and write out 10 things that are really good about yourself. I wrote these things about myself and I was. He dead on the, hey guys, I know this is an interview and she's just talking. But she talks like this when it's not an interview. This is what they're not admitting. When women refuse to admit, she talks like this all day long. It's not just for this interview. It's like, I'm a bad sister. <laughs> I have done some pretty. <laughs> he said, <laughs> and then he put the corner smile up. You know when men corner smile like this? All right, smiling out the side of their face. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> But he was thinking of this bitch crazy, fam. Watch this. Ten things that are really good about yourself. I wrote these things about myself, and I was like, I'm a bad sister. <laughs> I have done some pretty incredible things. I'm not so bad. I- he like, oh, my God. He was like, you got to be kidding me, bro. I deserve somebody because I'm, I'm, I'm great. <laughs> By the way, I, listen, I don't know much about Tina Knowles, but what has she actually done? I mean, anybody, can you give me a list of anything she's done other than have Beyonce? I mean, don't tell me she had a job and a career as a hairstylist. Y'all not rolling with that, are you? All right, all right, but like, what else has she done? All right, but let's continue. I don't want to belittle her, but what else has she done? All right, all right, anyway. You know, and that's not an arrogant thing. That's just like all these years I've been, I've accomplished all these things, but I never really even took a look at them. I never owned them or or felt good about them. He's a, dude, blink twice. He does not want to be there. He does not want to be there. He's like, oh my God. Like, get me out of here. This dude's a hostage. So all of a sudden, I felt good about myself, and I think that's how I was able to attract someone. So if you are out there and you want to attract somebody, fall in love with yourself mm-hmm. and know your. Oh, look! All right, so look, <laughs> he was about to say something, and she's too busy yapping, running her trap, and he was about to say something, and then he got cut off, and now he looking like, I'm sorry, 
Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> but this is an everyday thing. Worth, you know, it really makes a difference. At 59. <laughs> He's still like, God damn, you still talking? To attract someone. So if you are out there and you want to attract somebody, fall in love with yourself. Mm -hmm. And know your worth. You know, it really makes a difference. At 59, I'm... <laughs> He's still talking. <laughs> hey, ladies, I don't know if you guys know. You're not aware. This is mostly all relationships. This is mostly all marriages right here. Now, women are like, not mine. I guarantee you, if you guys were got recorded talking in your conversations, this is what you sound like. And you'll be like, you don't listen to me. You know why? Because all you're doing is talking. I'm tuning you out. I'm tuning you out. It's only so much I can take of this shit. But uh, here we go. Look. To a new city, got a new car, a new man, a new life, and it is possible. I envisioned the type of man I wanted. I <laughs> oh, this poor guy, man. He can't get a word in edgewise. Is this an interview? This guy is totally what I called, um, uh, what I called domesticated. Domesticated. This is a domesticated kitten. He's trapped. He can't say nothing. And if he says, shut up, bitch. Like, come on, man. Hey, what? Stop interrupting me. You talking too much. Guess what? He an abuser. He abusive. But she running her mouth, bruh. I know it's an interview, but she just. It's annoying. Prayed for the type of man I wanted. And I got pretty much that. Is he perfect? Absolutely not. Is he? Perfect, absolutely not. Is he perfect? Absolutely not. But <laughs> he was like, I'm sorry. What that mean? Wait. I'm sorry. What did you say out here? Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> now, why did she have to do that? Why did she have to do that? Of course, now if he Ike Turner's her, it's gonna be that he's an abuser. You know, he no. has a lot of them I wanted, and I got pretty much that. Is he perfect? Absolutely not. Is he perfect? Absolutely not. Is he perfect? Absolutely not. But, you know, no. he has a lot of the qualities. No. Look at that, gentlemen. Look at this. Now, that look he sees on a regular basis. And again, a lot of women are not conscious of their facial expressions. They know them, but they don't know how much their facial expressions tell them what they're really thinking. And thus, communication is done mostly non-verbally. Now, this right here is a big old sign of disrespect. This is a big old humiliation tour. And watch this. Look at that. Look at that look. Take a look. Now, women don't understand, and they don't know why men don't want to approach him, why men don't communicate, why women, my men don't open up, why men don't want to talk in relationships, because much of what they get back from women is this nonverbal disrespect. Nonverbal disrespect. Take a look at this. I'm supposed to be laying down my life and supporting and defending you, and this is what you get back. So that this stuff is the stuff that pseudo-psychologists don't talk about. We talk about it here, but nobody wants to address this shit. All right, so take a look. And it is possible. I if a man did this to a woman, this would be abuse. If a, let's just switch the genders. If the man was just sitting there and the woman was just sitting there all docile, and then every time she thought about opening her mouth, he cut her off. 
And then when she says, yeah, but honey, and he's like, bitch, shut, just, yeah, bitch. and he yeah, rolled bitch. his eyes. They would be calling that woman. They'd be looking to save her. That would be, in a, they'd be like, she's being abused. Stockholm syndrome. Envisioned the type of man I wanted. I prayed for the type of man I wanted. And I got pretty much that. Is he perfect? Absolutely not. Is he perfect? Absolutely not. Is he perfect? Absolutely not. But, you know, no. he has a lot of the qualities. No. He has a lot of the qualities that uh, that I love. And <laughs> Look at his face. Oh, man. Dude, he was like, damn, I better get out of here. But no, he sat there another five years, and he delayed the inevitable. He was just, he just kicked the can down the road until now he wasted five good years. We're having a really good time, and Look I'm his enjoying face. life. So Look at his face. Look at his face now. <laughs> Look at this. You bitch. You bitch. I have a perfect marriage. Are you perfect? No, but I am. All right. And this is what men stick around in in marriage. Well, my husband's fantastic. He loves our marriage. Yeah. You bitch. You bitch. I bet you he does. Take a look at his reaction here. He want to cuss somebody the hell out. There is hope, women. <laughs> there is. He said there is hope, women. Mm. He thinking about hmm, how much bleach do I need? Pause. Ladies. All right. Let me go back to that. His reaction. Look at his reaction. He has a lot of the qualities that uh, that I love. And he thinking about we're it. having a really good time, and I'm enjoying life. <laughs> I have the perfect marriage. My man loves me. He loves me for me. He accepts me for my flaws, and I accept them with all of his flaws because he has a lot of them, and I have none. Me, 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 me. All right. I, yi yi. But let's just talk about these things here. Let's talk about the marriages here. What states? What states have the shortest length of marriages? I think they live in Texas, if I'm not mistaken. I think they live in Texas. What states have the shortest marriages? What state would you think here? Let's see. Okay, we're going to reveal it right now. The 10 U.S. places with the shortage, shortest average marriage. Texas is number three. All right, um, there you go right there. Beautiful black love, as you can see, being... Put on display today. We're going to show you another clip here. Lack love. The divorce rate has been slowly declining for the last 20 years. Nope. No, the marriage rate has been declining. Thus, the rate of divorce has been declining slightly. It says right here. Let's just go down to the list. Oh, by the way, they have some interesting facts right here. People in the Utah, people in Utah get married the youngest. The median age of marriage is 28. I'm sorry, 25.8. Those in Washington, D.C. get married the latest at a median age of 31.95, almost 32. Washington, D.C. residents are also least likely to be married. Only 44% of the population has tied the knot. Now, D.C. is not a state yet, so I don't know why they're including the data, but it is part of the United States. So anyway, and they have a small population, so I don't know if that's taken into consideration. It says New York comes in second for the least amount of married people with 61% of the population married. The state with the biggest portion of population that is married is Idaho. 72% of people are married in Idaho. Okay, so the 10 places with the shortest marriages. Washington, D.C. is number one. The average median duration of marriage is 10 years. All right, Alaska, the median duration is 16 years. Here we go right here. 
Texas, the median duration is 17 years. Nevada, number four in Utah. Utah has a higher divorce rate than previously people believe. But uh, Utah has a higher divorce rate, and they have a whole bunch of other issues. Number six, Colorado. Seven, Oklahoma. Eight, the the state of Washington. Nine, Idaho. And 10, Georgia. Have the shortest durations of marriages, all right? So that is the top 10. Now, they do have the states with the longest marriages, interesting enough. Um, The states with the longest durations would be New Hampshire, Maine, Pennsylvania, all states nobody wants to be at, South Dakota and Iowa. Boy, snow cow central out there, lots of snow cows. And none of these states have anything to do other than being married. I mean, Jesus. I mean, yes, and don't hop, please do not hop up Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania is not very, you know, could be like Philadelphia. Philadelphia is on the edge of New Jersey and, and Delaware. All right, come on. It's barely in the state of Pennsylvania. All right. Philadelphia could be literally just off in another state at this particular point. All right. The rest of Pennsylvania is garbage. All right. So anyway, nobody wants to be in there. And never take the I-70 across Pennsylvania. It's too long. Anyway. Anyway. What else? Michigan, another place nobody wants to be. All right. (laughs) Montana, another place barely people want to be. Vermont, Wisconsin, and West Virginia. I mean, tell me a place that you don't want to be. (laughs) All right. So anyway, shout out to these places. They do have the average length. uh, And by the way, if you look at them, it wasn't that much higher than these states. All right. I mean, yeah, 18 years, 18 years. And then when you get here, 21 years. Now, people will say, well, at least they made 20 years. Guys, the half of that 20 years was in misery. Okay. And it was in Missouri probably too. But just because a marriage made it 21 years, it was half dead. It was on life support 10 years prior than that. And evidence is this is the Matthew Knowles situation. So don't tell me 20 years is good. 20 years is actually sucks because you could have got out 10 years prior and had some life left. But now you're running around here with no life left at 50 and can't even recover financially. You out here sitting around homeless, and we're going to get to that in a minute. You out here at 50 getting kicked out of your house. Let's go ahead and show you that piece of footage here. All right, so don't tell me that at least they made 20 years. No, 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 it's not, that, that's, that's not a success. That's actually a massive failure. Let me show you. I'm this. being evicted from my house. Wait now. a minute. Immediately, but what, what we allow you to do is get hold on. my bag. I'm uh, trying to get. Like- so this is an example of what I talk about when people say, well, at least they made it 20 years. So this guy is a classic example. Um, this guy right here, his wife filed a false abuse claim against me after secretly filing for divorce. So here goes your at least they made it 20 years video right here. I'm being evicted from my house now. Immediately, but what we'll, we allow you to do is get an overnight bag. All right, so right. We'll, we'll go inside so you can get some of your things. I have to leave with you? No, you can, you can drive away. No, 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 no. What I'm asking you is I have to leave right now. Correct. Yep. So you can go inside, gather up some. <laughs> the look on the ma- Guys, dude, I know where he's at. Look, he's in the sunken place. This is a look of a man that is like, look at the confusion. Guys, when, this is how heavy divorce is, man. This is how heavy it is. Because then you're going to find out the woman that you've been sleeping with has gone to great lengths to do some of the evilest things to you. Now, I don't know what he did. 
But then you're seeing he's saying he's got a false abusive claim and he probably is going to get kicked out of his property. He's going to lose everything he worked for, his pension. He's going to lose his children. And now he's realizing that. He's realizing it now. Now, this is the not my girl coach. We're in love until you're not. That's why I say it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. And when it happens, you're going to be messed up. So look at him. He ain't even been able to grab no razor or nothing. Okay, let's continue here after he's out here flabbergasted. He was like, wait, I got to leave my property? The police are like, yeah, you're, you're an alleged domestic abuser. What that mean? <laughs> let's get on here and feel bad for the guy. Side, gather up some of your things. We allow you that courtesy. And do you have your car here? I do. I do. And then- he's he's thinking I should have known. I should have listened to CGA. I should have left five years ago. And on your own accord, you can leave here, okay? So you're gonna leave, and I can leave after you leave. I just have to leave. We're gonna leave. No, we're gonna leave with you. We're gonna leave together. You, okay. you definitely have to leave today, okay? Got you. So what we'll do now? Go inside. Mm-hmm. Get some of your things. You need this back. What's that? This. Nope, that's for you. This is me. Yep. This is me. Yeah. Yeah, she, he got them papers. So look, he got them papers now. So not my wife, not my girl, police agencies, the state, what I call the toy soldiers. The woman gets fed up. The woman is ready to go. She operates. What she does is she winds up her toy soldiers. And then they start to walk out. The judges, the attorneys, the court clerk, the uh, police agency, the child support services, the social services, the child psychologist, the pseudo psychologist, the therapist, all the toy soldiers, her father-in-law, I mean her father, her mother, his monster-in-law, everybody start winding up, the kids, <laughs> the sheriff, all right, the local municipalities, the domestic violation court, here come everybody, and he's sitting there like, yo, <laughs> he's sitting there like, what the hell happened, blindsided. Here come the real estate agent. Everybody to come sell his shit. The forensic accountant. And she been planning for a year. Because he going to read the paper. He going to read the paper and be like, oh, shit. And she going to have this, that, that. He going to read them papers and like, damn, she been planning this. <laughs> Yo, he got got. So let's go ahead and show you, man. He got them papers. He said, let the circus begin. That's officer, and that's officer. Can I see your eyes, please? What? Okay. All right. (laughs) Okay, so, gentlemen, this is what I'm going to tell you. These poor police officers have nothing to do with this. Neither does a process server or any of these people. They're just doing their jobs. Some of their jobs are not that good, but don't take it out on a police officer. He got served, and he wants to get badge numbers and IDs and eyes um, because he doesn't know what to do next. And this is the problem with men. You don't know what to do next. You guys should start listening to me. These people are just toy soldiers. They're just doing their job. They're delivering. They're serving. They want to get the hell up out of there. They don't want to get shot, bitten by dogs, recorded. They really don't. They really don't. They're just doing their job, and they hate. They, it sucks for them to do it. But now he's trying to figure out what to do next and what he's going to find out. And I've been telling you this. He's all alone. He's all alone now. Nobody going to help. There's no help coming. This is what I've been warning you about. There's no help. The toy soldiers are already operated. They're armed up. They're like SWAT. They already got you cornered. They got you surrounded. They got the wagons. They surrounded the wagons. 
All right. Not only that, the, the processes have already taken place. She's already worked that magic behind the scenes. Now you've been blindsided. Now you got nobody to help you now. You better have some side money or what they have called a slush fund. You better have a slush fund of money because you're going to need a retainer. Oh, and that retainer is going to be used up in three weeks. So whatever retainer you put down is going to be used up in three weeks. And your process is going to take two years. So arm up, knuckle up, ninja. Knuckle up. This is what I warned you guys about, man. It's a lonely feeling. It's a lonely place. All the dating coaches going to be gone. They're going to hear this shit and they're going to be like. Yep. You better have a car. You better have something you can go sleep in. Because this is how the cold reality is, guys. This is how cold the reality is for you out here. My wife filed a false abuse claim against me in order to initiate a divorce in order to get an advantage over the property that we have. Yep. So it's, now it comes down to money. What do I tell you? All men pay. So everything you work for, is going to come down to splitting the resources. And also she did this to gain advantage in the custody of the kids. So temporarily, those kids are going to be away from the father. I think he might talk about this. I haven't seen the video. Out of nowhere, she just filed a false abuse claim against me and had me evicted from the house. Women in particular who do this to men are criminals. They are dangerous. They are criminals. My understanding now is that this is a strategy that many women will employ in court in order to take advantage of their husbands and their property. Now, here's the thing, man. I've been saying the same thing for a long time, and it only takes when a man, when it happens to a man, then you want to come out and talk. And what I've been telling married men for a long time, part of the problem is you guys. Because you don't say shit until it happens to you. You want to be quiet and talk about, well, it ain't happened to me because I'm putting it down in bed. It ain't going to happen to me because I got her in check. It, don't, it ain't going to happen to me because she loves me. It ain't going to happen to me because I'm doing my marriage right. And then it does ha and it happens to you. And then all of a sudden you in shock. Now you want to tell everybody what's up and what you know. And the problem is married men do, that aren't telling single men what's up. This is what we've been trying to tell you guys. Tell men what's up. Tell them the reality, not after the fact. Don't be saying that shit after the fact. Tell him what's up now. You say I should have seen this coming. She did everything she could to keep me from seeing what she was doing. Of course. This is a fact. Guys, you're not going to see it coming. Hafiz, you're not going to see it coming. She's not going to tell you she's filing for the divorce. and the demand. She's not going to do it. She's just going to show up and you're just going to show up and you're going to get served. For the men who have to go through this and the children who have to go through this, I feel sorry for you. This is painful. Yeah, but it ain't about either one of them. It's about these women. It ain't about the children or the husband. But the only thing that is going to heal this. What? Is justice. Oh, Jesus, man, forget it. Sorry. Oh, you guys can't see it. Did you get, were you able to hear it? Were you able to hear it? Um, I wasn't because I didn't have it on the screen. He said the only thing that's going to heal this is justice. No. Dude, there's no justice. They call these family court buildings justice centers. Nah, bro. This is the marriage wheel. This is why men don't want to get married. Because they find out that this is likely to happen. 
It was no video. Okay, so um, I'm going to play it again, that part again. Now he's getting to the point. There's no justice. You're getting no justice. All right, what you're going to get is probably finessed for the next however however long your marriage was and, uh, and uh, if you have children. This is painful. But the only thing that is going to heal this is justice. Now, if you know someone... Or if you are someone and this has happened to you, I'd love to hear from you. We here, brother. Then, hey, Coach Gang is international. Coach Gang is here. We here. We've been talking about this. Um, some of you men ignored it. There needs to be a movement to stop oh, this. Oh, see, Ninja's always talking about, <laughs> guys, guys, it's too late for that shit. It's too late. The reason why it's too late is because too many simps, too many married men, too many cowards. Too many men don't want to arm up. People don't want to do it. Men do not unite together. They always be like, well, I'm going to do it better than you. Um, it ain't going to happen to me. Uh, my girl loves me. I hit the bottom. I give the strokes. I put it down. I got her in check. I got more money than her. Everybody do think it's not going to happen to them, and then it happens. And then all of a sudden, we need a movement. Now he ready. Yeah, now he ready to join in. And I'm, you know, I'm not making fun of the guy. But they ready to go now. We need a movement. We need to do something about this. When you getting throttled in the family court it's too late men need to do this before they get married men need to think before they get married have a prenup and or if they don't want to do that don't get married <laughs> now you 20 years in now you 20 years want a movement man dude remember you're on your own sir tyrese found out tyrese was like hey we need to have everybody show up at the family court building in atlanta as he was about to get divorced, Greg, the kingdom come. It's too late. You, yo, dumbass Tyrese wanted to get married to a woman second, third time around after getting finessed a couple of times. Hulk Hogan, you're next, brother. In my Booker T. Washington voice. Now you want a movement now. There needs to be a movement so that some strong legislation oh. can be put in place to stop this. This is criminal. Well, it's too late now, brothers. Hey, man, y'all brothers out here, you guys, don't get married. If you don't want this to happen to you, don't get married. That's the best way to stop it. But when you get into it, you volunteered for this shit. Speaking of a volunteer, a wife says she doesn't want to obey her husband. What do you guys think about this? I'm going to show you a, the video of it. And uh, this one doesn't have audio. This is just a better video. It says, y'all here for it, question mark. Bride refuses to say wedding vow about obeying your husband. Quote, we didn't talk about that one in counseling. Okay. This is more straggle and sniggle type behavior here. So we're going to get to it here. Um, this is a goofy ass ninja. He got her all the way to the altar. He think he's done his job. He think his job is done, but nope. Your job has just begun, and this ain't even the half. All right, let's play the video. In sickness. In sickness. And in health. And in health. To love. To love. Cherish. Cherish. And to obey. <laughs> we didn't talk about that one in counseling. We did talk about that in counseling. Yes, we did. So you want me to repeat that again? You want to just keep going? I think we can keep going. All right. <laughs> In sickness. In sickness. And
All right, so, you know, when you're getting married, you cannot see red flags. You're only going to see red flags after this, and this one's doomed. I'm going to have to play the Undertaker bill. This marriage is already under the doom category. All right, but when you got the love of your life, you don't want to acknowledge the fact that these red flags are just going to pile up. So here's the funny part about it. Most people don't know or not aware or claim to be unaware that obey is in the traditional wedding vows. In fact, it looks like these people got premarital counseling from either the person doing the marriage, performing, which would be the bishop or the reverend or whatever. They did a pre-wedding, pre-marriage counseling, which doesn't indicate a problem. Some religions require pre-marriage counseling. I believe the Catholics do, but don't quote me on it. So they went through a pre-marriage counseling and she's saying we didn't talk about it in counseling and she could just be doing this as a joke, but the timing of this is ill timing. I get what she's trying to say here. Now, the guy who's performing the wedding ceremony said we did talk about this. So we practiced these things. We talked about them. We talked about what the definition of these things mean. Unfortunately, a lot of people are ignorant of the English vocabulary and they hear obey and they automatically assume ownership. Like you would have your dog obey you, the dog obeys. And because you were initially introduced to the word as dog obeys, you guys think that dogs and children are the only ones that are supposed to obey and that adults are not. But when you get into marriages, the requirement is traditionally that each spouse obeys each other. So in fact, both people say the word obey, not just the wife. The husband also would quote back this obeying um, quality. It doesn't just, it's not one-sided. And this is what people don't know because they're even saying, I didn't even know this was part of the wedding vows, yet want to be married. Now, as we tell you, these people don't want a marriage, they want a wedding. And it's pretty much revealed that she does not want a marriage at all. She wants the man to be traditional and her to be progressive. This is the danger of the modern marriage, and this is why people aren't participating. But the husband and the wife has a sense of obeying each other, which means that they are out here. There's more to it than just yourself. There's a quality that should be had, and these people don't want to do it. So let me play the video again to the point where she tries to, tries to acknowledge that she didn't know that this was a quality, and the guy called her out. Here we go. And in health. And in health. To love. To love. Cherish. Cherish. And to obey. <laughs> All right, and so the guy knows he's in trouble. He's like, oh, this bitch here. So watch this. You know what I mean? Uh, I told you about female humor. This is why women don't understand that their humor is not well-received. And when people say women aren't funny, People don't know why people say that. It's because, ladies, listen up. Your humor is ill-timed. Sometimes your humor comes off as blatant disrespect and sassy. It's never funny. There needs to be a sassy quality, and the timing is always poor. This is why people don't find women to be funny. All right, so here we go right here. And the guy's looking at it. He's like, ah, oh, look. Ah, oh, this shit. And look at his shoulders slot. Look at his shoulders drop. Look at his shoulders drop. Head back, shoulders drop, head down. Now, here's the funny part about this. This man's, I'm going to assume his family is here. These people have taken off vacation and work. 
These people that have been sponsored, potentially an open bar, could be a possibility that he has paid or the family has paid for portions of this wedding, if not all. He's paid for the engagement ring, the wedding bands. There's been quite the investment for this ceremony. And I think it is blatantly disrespectful, especially when the other person, they, we've acknowledged that you know this. This is not the proper time for this humor. We are here to serve a purpose. And you are now disrespecting it and disrespecting the family and so forth. Okay. And so let me just show you again. Now the guy is like, ah, this shit. Ah, she's trying to be funny. And look at him. Watch. I don't know if you can see this. Watch his head go back in his shoulder slump. This is a deflated, defeated guy. Chest caves in. Boom. Shoulders down. Chest caves in. Head down. All right. That right there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, he's like, now I got to deal with this. Now watch this. Let's let's go to the guy. Now she thinks she's clever. Aha, got him. Now he should have ran and they should have pulled the plug on the mic and they should definitely have canceled the after party. We canceling this shit. But she thinks she's clever. Not only does she think she's clever, she actually has got him without saying the entire vow. So he is now progressed forward without the vows being completed. Continuing. We didn't talk about that one in counseling. We did talk about that in counseling. There, there it is right there. And this guy's quite frustrated. He laughed it off at first. So watch the initial. The reverend, actually, he doesn't laugh. He kind of sniggles in his reaction. Look at his face now. So as she's saying that, this guy's like, what the f is wrong with you? This is disrespecting of the entire ceremony. You're disrespecting me? Let's go ahead and show it. <laughs> All right, so there's a smile there, and she thinks she's clever. We didn't talk about that in council. We did talk about that in council. We did talk about this. Now, this guy's serious about his business. This is a business for him. But she's making it a joke. She's making a mockery of the ceremony. And if people think, oh, you can't take a joke. Marriage is not a joke. See, you guys think marriage is a joke. And this is the problem. It's not a joke when that divorce happens, is it? Let's go back to this guy. Is it a joke now? Look at this ninja. Is it a joke? This ninja in age 25 years and about to lose everything? Divorce ain't a joke, is it? So I'm telling you, this is a serious thing, and it's quite disrespectful to the religion, the tradition, and so forth. This is why men should avoid marriages. Because now you want people to do something about it when you found out she was just joking the entire time. All right, she was treated as just something to do in order for her to get her attention. Now she don't got it no more. Now she's divorcing you and you kicking you out. Is it a joke when they tell you to obey the divorce, divorce uh, judge? It ain't going to be no joke then. Hey, judge, she didn't say obey, so it don't count. The judge going to say, you need to obey me. Not only do you need to obey me, you need to pray to me. It ain't a joke now, is it? And even this guy's like, this is not a joke. Your humor is ill-timed. All right, let's, see, let's continue. Yes, we did. So you want me to repeat that again? You want to just keep going? I think we can keep going. Yeah, man. Yo, it's time to go. Imagine. Imagine, gentlemen. She's like, I think you could just keep going. That was your sign, gentlemen. If you wanted a sign, that was it. And, men, I get it. You don't want to just say, man, F this broad. No, hell no. You don't want to just snatch everything and just say, no, nah, I ain't going to do it. But I'm sure his family is none too pleased. 
Yeah, when child support come knocking, they tell you to obey. Even if you say, well, I don't want to obey. They're going to tell you to obey, and you're going to obey. Right. <laughs> yeah. And sad. It's sad. It's sad that people do these things, um, and they, they treat it like a joke. And then, then when, it, when, the, when he starts, um, when he starts uh, making her a victim, she ain't going to think it's funny then. Definitely not. Let me see if I have a couple more things to wrap up this story about marriage real quick. And, uh, oh, I do have one more. I have one more thing. Check this out. This is, I believe, there's a comedian, Gary Owens. Gary Owens. Remember his divorce? His divorce was quite brutal. Gary Owens' ex-wife is going to talk about how she was going to shout out to the actual, actual King Smith. This is a short clip of Gary Owens, white comedian, by the way. Gary Owens, let me see if I can make this larger. Nope, I cannot. This is probably not something that I want to do. All right, so I'll do it like this. Gary Owens is a white comedian who likes black women. He actually, his persona is more like um, a white guy that can relate to black people. And so he probably is like black women all his life. And he married one. Listen to what she says she wanted to do to the divorce money. I want you to listen to this. This is very critical. Watch this. I am really into real estate. I love real estate developers because I'm really starting over. You know, yeah. um, financially, I'm starting over, which I was not prepared for. I will tell you that. Yeah. Um, I just, I don't know what I was thinking. I was thinking he was going <laughs> to give me the money to go get me a good lawyer so I could sue the shit out of him, right? <laughs> no. So no like the that. business. You are getting <laughs> no money. Figure it out, right? Mm -hmm. So you better go get you legal aid or whatever, right? But I did get a great attorney. Very happy, very lucky, very, very blessed about that. Uh, oh, the podcast. So the podcast. <laughs> Y'all think this is a game. Did you hear that? She says, I'm starting over, you know. I didn't plan on starting over. Remember, the marriage is planned at the divorce. Wait, let me say. Remember, the divorce is planned at the wedding. As you just saw previously, I proved that with the obey. The divorce is planned at the wedding. People keep saying that I, this is not true. She also says, I did not plan on having to start over. Why? I was going to divorce the shit out of him. And I was going to use the temporary support to divorce his ass, hire a high-powered attorney and divorce his ass. Guys, think. All right, think. Starting over, which I was not prepared for. I, will I didn't plan for that. She says, I wasn't prepared for. I didn't plan for that. When I filed the divorce, I was planning on running his pockets. Actually, I'm starting over, which I was not prepared for. I will tell you that. Yeah. Um, I just, I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know what I was thinking. Yep, I got played. So I thought I was going to do this, and it didn't work. All right? And so she thought she had a plan, and she thought she was going to go out and uh, fly away in her golden parachute, and it didn't happen. So now I didn't know what I was thinking. You knew what you were thinking. You were trying to finesse him. How were you going to finesse him? What was your plan? Reveal it. I was thinking he was going to give me the money to go get me a good lawyer so I could sue the shit out of him, right? No. So no like the that. business. Yeah. That was the plan. All right, I'm going to get the temporary support. And you, by the way, I revealed that as a strategy that they use. Dr. Dre's wife did the same thing. So Dr. Dre's wife got a temporary court order for a million dollars a month. And then she took that money to pay for her attorneys to keep the case going. And Dr. Dre figured it out. And he was like, wait a minute. 
and he stopped paying her the support and they were going to get him for a violation of the support order. They were going to arrest him. They were going to get him for all that back money because he figured out every time he wrote a check, she would just go to the lawyers and keep the case going. (laughs) Yo, you guys think this shit is a game? And it is not. I'm here to tell you. And if you think you think that what I tell you is wrong, I don't know what to tell you. So let me get to these. Let me get to these super chats. They keep revealing everything. Thank God for the women posting on social media. You make my job easier. Shout out to Rob Sawyer. At a point, you'll have to blame the dudes that continue to go against the grain, knowing these recycled peace levers are trying to find a retirement simp. Indeed. Um, and we told you guys, man, there's too much information out there for you to turn to full Hafiz. All right, shout out to the wealth manager. Juco says, I'm easy to talk to like her grandpa. Well, <laughs> all right, listen, that's interesting. That's interesting. So, yeah, there, there's something to say about that. I don't know what to say, though. Javon Kelly says, yesterday you broke down the abba-dabba-dabba-ism to the fullest, to the fullest, the rhythmic, talking without saying anything he says take me out the with the lord have mercy we must stay focused brothers we must stay focused actually there's a good clip of cam newton and another guy doing the rhythmic player talk that stems from rapping not rapping the music book the term rapping came from the street rap of most players and pimps and uh they used to say back in the day hey young blood let me rap to you hey young blood what's happening let me rap to you so rap's name came from the street lingo of the rapping, which came from this minstrel. And many of these men went from musician, pimp, musician to reverend. That is a great transition and to become a church leader. Al Sharpton comes to mind. Uh, Jesse Jackson comes to mind. But there's a great clip of a young man rapping to Cam Newton. Let me see if I can pull it up. And the rhythmic talk definitely comes back from the days of the reconstruction going into um, going into um, the migration to the north and the Midwest. Let's see if I can pull it up here. And it's found in many things, street poetry, slam poetry, rap music, lyrics, uh, reverends, uh, church leaders, and um, civil rights leaders. They all do this form of menstrual rapping. All right, let me show you right here. Show you right here. For some reason, I can't find out. Oh, here it is right here. So, uh, anyway, it's clever talk. Oh, also, game. Pick up. The earliest games that dudes that run game, game on women also run this as well. So, this is where the original I run, I'm running game on her comes from. Comes from this rhythmic talking where it's almost like, hey, you can't get a word in edgewise. I'm hitting you with so much clever vernacular that you can't do nothing but submit to it. Uh, here it is right here. I thought you was from Utah. Utah. Well, look, I ain't gonna hold you long like a man with no arms, because you look sharper than a clap doctor working on an AIDS patient. Now, you would agree black is beautiful, right? Absolutely. Now, I ain't talking about Obama, okay? But look, say you got something like this in your favorite shirt. Would you agree that's hard to get out? Extremely. Would you throw it out, shout it out? Would you get OJ to stab it out, Michael Jackson to bleach it out, or would you call Mike Tyson to bite it out? Now, if I talk too much, just bear with me, because I got big lips, I can put a hickey on a brick. But look, watch this right here, because this is why everybody's been loving this stuff. Now, they call me wider for looking for dirt, Jesse James, for things. You know you can't put bleach on colors, right? So, there it is right there. That's just an exact... Oh, you guys couldn't see the video. Damn. 
My bad. You guys can't see the video. Uh, I hate when I do that, but I'll play it. Just take my coverage. That's why we didn't sell it to Sammy Sosa. But look, you just go back and forth like a leader. Just takes the rubbing out of scrub and leave more time for kissing, hugging, and family rubbing. They said that's like Nicolas Cage. You know why? Go in 60 seconds. Well, you sharper than Gillette. High five. If I had your hands, I'd cut mine off. Nah, no, I probably could play football. If I had your legs, I'd run away. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a fun way to talk to people if you can see it it's a fun way to talk to people it's a fun way to have a conversation it definitely lends to people's vernacular and exploring things and combining words and lyrics and 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 rhyming and speaking in tempo so all of these things are great right and it's a good way to sell to people because you don't have time to think <laughs> you don't have time to think and they so clever with it and uh it's fun it's definitely fun. It's a great sales tactic. And it can manipulate women if you use it against them. It can manipulate congregations of people. Um, and <laughs> Dang, I thought you was from Utah. Utah. Well, look, I ain't going to hold you long like a man with no arms. Because you look sharper than a clap doctor working on the AIDS patient. Now, you would agree black is beautiful, right? Absolutely. Now, I ain't talking about Obama, okay? But look, say you got something like this in your favorite shirt. Would you agree that's hard to get out? Now, a couple things that I want you to pick up there as a sales tactic is he asked him several times, would you agree? Okay, when you ask someone, especially when you're speaking fast, if they agree to something, wait a minute, for some reason, my screen, okay, there you go. If you're asking someone and then you, you, you speak uninterrupted in an uninterrupted manner, do they agree with something? They're, you're actually getting their compliance. You're getting their permission. You're getting their consent. And so this is a good way to double talk as well. But uh, watch out for these tactics because they can uh, lend to people getting finesse. Let me show you another guy. Let me show you another guy that's using this as well. So this guy right here, shout out to the Atlanta Street interviews. This is another guy is using that as well. Start off with your drinking. You know, you're sharp, you're in the club, you know, you're hanging out with the players and everything, you're looking good and everything. Y'all drinking champagne, Remy Martin, you know, Corbell, with all of that alcohol. Then you start smoking a weed. Then you upgrade to, you know, want to start, you know, snort a little cane. You did, like I said, in the 80s, the cocaine thing took a lot of players out. Right. Because then after that, not getting the money, man. Leaving them all to do their thing instead of, you know, protecting my women right. up in the, in the house getting high. Right. You think know, so my girls, you know, start watching this, you know. They didn't see the cleverness and, you know, the, the flamboyant what I y'all. All right, shout out to the old player right there, the old player. But uh, this is a this is a thing that actually can be used quite to your advantage if you do, do it well. And you can manipulate people. You can get people to do stuff. Uh, you can actually lead congregations of people to take Kool-Aid drinks and delete themselves. Um, <laughs> but a lot of guys will use this in even talking to women, right? This uninterrupted, the woman can't get a word in edgewise. You won't let her. Hey, I know what you're already thinking before you say it. Hey, uh, I like what you're doing. I like your style. I like the way to comb your hair. I like the stylish clothes you wear. You like a man like me? Hey, don't even answer that yet before you hear the end of this conversation. You look good. Where your man at? Oh, well, my man, well, he ain't with you. Obviously, he ain't with you. And that means if he ain't with you, he ain't providing and supporting the woman like I would provide and support. Ain't that true? Would you agree that a man need to support and provide and protect this woman? A man need to be there all the time? Yeah, I would agree. So good. I'm glad you agree with that. So I could be the man in your life that could do that. At, you agree with that? Yeah, I agree with that. Well, good. Well, why don't you go ahead and put your number in here? Put your number in this phone right here. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to call you. You agree that I could call you? Yeah, I agree. Well, all right. I'm just 
just calling for as a friend. I'm just calling as a friend. I'm not trying to push or pressure you in anything. No pressure. I'm not trying to pressure you, but you would agree that I could go ahead and text you. Yeah, put your real number in here. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to call it right when you put it in here. So I'm going to make sure you got the right number in there and you ain't trying to finesse a player. Right? Indeed. Okay, good. Thank you very much. And I'm going to go ahead and text you. But right now, I got to approach some more hoes because I got 100 more hoes to approach. But I'm going to get back with you, baby. Hey, mm -hmm. Ooh, let me get some fries with that shake. Oh, my Lord. I like what you got. Look at all that wagon, you dragon. Hey, I hate to see you go, but I love to see you leave. See? <laughs> uh, but anyway. Anyway. <laughs> all right, anyway. Ninja's like, Coach, they got the mouthpiece. Yeah. Yeah, please. I wouldn't even waste my time using this on all these keys or start here today. <laughs> all right, anyway. This is all the stuff, man. Anyway, shout out to these game guys out here. It's all salesmen, preachers. These are all people that use this and dating coaches as well. Uh, I think we got some more super chats to acknowledge. Shout out to Floyd P is in the building. Thank you, brother. Shout out to you, man. CG, C3, Augusta says, missed you yesterday. Divorce is not a joke and there was no God in marriage these days. Pay attention. He says, I tell all of my single bros to treat marriage as a business. Men are in love, women are in it for business, 100%. All right, TR Drooling says, speaking on the ill timing of women, I was at a wedding last year, and as soon as the bride and the groom kissed, the bride turned to her mother in the front row and shouted, I did it, mama. He says, only about half of the guests were amused. Yep. And I wish I had my Godding clip too. But I did it. I got it. I did it. So you are... Let me tell men, let me tell men, you are essentially the completion of a fantasy. The fantasy has already been written, which means the man, the dream, this is if a woman marries. And she thinks about all of the things that come from it, which is the ceremony, the attention, and then the children, divorce, not the divorce, the, that comes later. Everything she gets, wedding gifts, her dance, or dance with her father, if the father's still around. She thinks about these things since she's a little girl. People talk her out of these dreams. Ah, you don't need to get married. Wait till you're 40. But guess who's not pictured in that dream? You. All right? And that's you. Your physical form is present. The only thing that is not present is your face and your personality. So since she was nine and indoctrinated into marriage, she'd been thinking about this her entire life. She's seen the physical form in her fantasy, her dream. She's seen you in a suit. She's seen you as the knight in the shining armor. But what she doesn't know, and the last piece is you, your face. And that's then you. she can slap that face on her fantasy and then pull it off. And then she can say, hey, I did it. I completed it. It would be like me slapping my name on a 50-story building, and I would be like, I knew I would do it. I just don't know what color the building is. But I'm going to slap my name on the side of a building one of these days. I just don't know where it is. But at some particular point, I'll do it. I'll work my way up to there. It'll say Adams Inc. Adams, Inc. And then I will go, there it is. I finally did it. There it is. It's, <laughs> it's this building, downtown Memphis. It's just a fantasy. And then they just want to achieve that fantasy. Now, what they don't know is what they need to do after that. 
That fantasy is not relived. That fantasy hasn't played out. She might know where the kids are, but doing the duties, the chores, the expectations, supporting, being a helpmate, that she hadn't thought about that one time. She hasn't thought about it one time. Then that reality hits, and then she complains about that. Wait, what is this shit? Then it's a constant progression into being not happy, and then oh, the humanity. bad sound effect. I'm not happy. <laughs> All right, so anyway. I'm just preaching this truth here for you guys to know. And you're talking about it now. Um, you're talking about it, brother. T.R. Drooling says, a uh, drooling says, yeah, man, I did it, mom. The Gift the Gap show says, biblically, marriage is just making a commitment to another one and consummating at the first time of having sex. Government-sanctioned marriage isn't even in the Bible. Good work, coach. It's not even present, right? So we talked about this. If you missed the stream where I told you the state, is um, over your marriage, not God. And you get married through God, not for God, not under God. I actually broke this down, all right? And um, this is when I say there's no God in marriage. But in fact, biblically, having sex with a person could constitute a marriage. You make a commitment to have sex with them. This is why you got all of your spirits and souls are all jacked up out here through fornication. Now, the men started this shit, but now the women have taken it over. And through the spirit of fornication, they have consummated many marriages, but their souls are out here crushed so that when the, by the time it is they, they're passing on their commitment to you, they've already committed to many, many marriages and destroyed them. And then they want to come to you and say, well, I'd never do that to you, and they've done it multiple times. They have a heavy resume of doing this. Shout out to Brown 310. Thank you, brother. Target says the negative aspects of American black culture were getting promoted in black exploitation movies from the 70s before rap music became popular facts. And black exploitation is not inherently a negative term. However, that culture, if you know, um, just like our culture today is influenced by the women's rap that's being exploited, right? You're seeing Icy Spicy and Spicy Sexy Red and all of these people, um, Young Miami, and that imp you've seen how fast that impacted the culture. Well, gangster rap was my impact, uh, my my influence. Or sorry, gangster rap was the influence that impacted many of us, so that we turned to gangbanging or dressing like gangbangers, dressing like future prisoners, and, and we weren't even gangbanging, right? But we used that as part of the culture to represent it. Baggy clothes, but ba but these things have steep history in uh somewhat criminal activity. The undercurrent marriage message was the criminal activity. So that exploited a lot of young people in my age group, right? Baggy clothes were worn to do what? Not sagging, but what was baggy clothes worn for in street culture? Let me see if somebody can pick this up. Then I'll get to the black exploitation. What were baggy clothes used in street culture for? Yep, C. Robbins got it. Let me see if somebody else can pick it up right here. Yep, Gear Z Net got it. We got brothers that got it to conceal weapons and hide drugs in your sock, right? It's to conceal weapons and hide drugs, right? All of these baggy clothes. But you can conceal sawed-off shotguns, large arsenals of firearms, and so forth. Now, People didn't connect it, so then our culture, even the NBA guys, started wearing overly baggy clothes. Big old, big old baggy clothes. 
which was, oh, this is part of the culture. But that came from the street culture, which was to hide guns and firearms and conceal things, right? So people don't really put these two th- things together, right? Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. And somebody said breakdancing and that type of stuff. Yeah, that, that came with the, 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 the big old parachute pants. But we're talking about the big jackets and the big extra triple X uh, uh, white T-shirts, right? You wear a triple X white T-shirt so you can hide the uh, firearms you're concealing, not to break dance. But sagging comes from the prison culture. But again, you guys don't realize you're adopting this. Getting to the black exploitation films, the generation that were exposed to black exploitation films resulted in not gangbangers, not guys that, not, not women, it, it, it resulted into this. Every man thought he was a player or a pimp. So that everybody from that generation tended to be like, yeah, man, I got hoes and I put girls on the track and I got this. I'm a player. Hold on for a second. There's a funny clip here. And uh, all of these guys end up turning into preachers later on. <laughs> right. And some of these ninjas was band members. They had a band, a doo-wop band before this where they traveled the Chitlin Circuit, the Chitlin Circuit. Uh, here it is. Let me see if this is the part right here. Players doing it. All right, so this, this is right here. Uh, I love this part of the video. Shout out to the Atlanta Street interviews. Check this out. So this is a guy right here. He sees some brothers, and he goes right into Listen to this. Players doing today, man. It's a treat when players meet around here, Jack. They ain't church on the move, Jack. Man getting money down here, man. Mm-hmm. Man, getting, how y'all players, young players doing today, man? It's a treat when players meet around here, Jack. Yeah, they ain't church on the move, Jack. Yeah, man. So, you know, he flipped the whole game. I love it. I love it, man. Shout out to this guy right here. I'm not trying to make fun of him, but, you know, most of that also is to disarm the men, right, to make sure, hey, I'm pleasant towards you. I'm disarming you with humor and greetings and, hey, brother, it's a play. I'm identifying who I am. I'm not a threat to you. I don't want you to be a threat to me also. But the black exploitation films exploited this as well in the community. But uh, it, so much so that it made every man wanting to ride a, uh, a long-ass car, a big-ass diamond in the back, some rooftop, dig in the scene with the gangster lean, whoo, right? And everybody thought they was a player or a pimp. So anyway, (laughs) our culture, you call the black culture, has been highly influenced by these narratives, these exposures, menace to society, boys in the hood, um, music, the church. Many of these people were involved in the church. So it's an interesting thing, man. All right. My brother here, Sam P, says another Nate in the building, right? Another Nate. We got PJ Throwaway. Hey, coach. I don't know if you spoke on the proposition of Apple possibly buying Disney. I did hear something about it, but I didn't um I didn't get into it too much. I'm gonna get into that. Shout out to Rodney says the toy soldiers are PA state troopers, ironically. Shout out to those PA state troopers. So Pennsylvania divorce. I don't know what he's getting into there. Preston says Tina is busted. Anyway, the divorce is a win for him. And I hope. He's able to go in and get him some young pieces of calico. All right, we got PayPal, and then what time is it? We got a little bit of time. We'll go over this sister that purchased a house, and she's going to go ahead and explain everything that I was warning you about for home buyers. She's the traditional nightmare of home buyers. 
So, wow, we got our brother here that is uh, Chairman Mo. He's got one, two, three, four suit PayPal's. He says, Dear Lord Coach, look at Tina Knowles' face. She looks like she uses skin whitening products. She also looks like, this is all alleged, she looks like pros that are in Hong Kong on Lockhart Street in the Wan Chai District. She's gross. Giving the ratchetness of the dad, sister, and mom. I would not blame Beyonce if she just disowned all of them in public. Give that family the buzzer. We didn't also talk about why she kept Tina Knowles as a name. Why did she keep Tina Knowles as a name? And why did the man go for that? I think that's another level of disrespect. He also says, God dang, CGA Tina Knowles should be. A soon-to-be second husband looks more broken than Kuta Kente after he got whipped into being Toby on the plantation. What's your name? And I say, once, once, once more time here, what's your name here? Toby. He also says, and people act all shocked and feign ignorance when they see men starting to walk away and get their passports. Uh, the world is going to open up. Not only are we going to have a global economy, we're going to have a global dating marketplace. Uh, by the way, I don't, I'm saying this to warn, but I am Coach Adamus. The black community is at severe risk of extinction. Okay? I know you don't think so. I'm going to play some clips here later. And I'm not saying this as a, I'm hoping it to happen. Please understand, I'm here to give you warning. But the black community is at severe risk of extinction. If you want to find somebody to blame, I'm not here for that, but I'll give you always my perspective. But in terms of black female behavior and what they're looking for, how, how they engage in marriages and divorce and court system, that alone is going to prevent further marriages. Now, let's get down to the numbers of procreation. Black people have been on a steady decline of procreation, steady decline. Then when you get into gentrification, that's going to be another story. Okay? That's going to be that. Now you add in men walking away from marriages and or passport and interracial dating. I mean, 30, 40 years. 30, this is why, yeah, we've been saying the community is done. And it's not going to be, oh, by the way, I'm going to just add this caveat because I don't, you know, I don't want to sound like a pro-black. But this is by design. This is what, this is like the best case scenario for America. Meaning that they would benefit greatly if this happened. With the early terminations of pregnancies at the rate that they are, with the self not the self-deletions, with the black-on-black crime, this is a best case scenario for America. All right, so... It, it, this is a more complicated subject matter. If you want me to go into it, we'll talk about it. On, we'll talk about it on kick. So the link is in the description box when we go. Yeah. With the reading rainbow, the transgender, what we'll do is we'll go to kick. We'll go to kick after the stream today. That's going to be our subject. That's going to be our subject. If you want me to get into it, I'll get into it. But our subject is going to be that. By the way, for the people who are in the powers that be position, and I'm going to play a white guy even saying the same thing. A white guy is going to say the same, say the same thing. Healthcare is another aspect. This is the future. Somebody said the G word, geocide. Yes, I'm just going to say geocide. Yes. I've been saying this for a long time, all right, that that's exactly what it is. But people don't see it. And also, it's going to be choice. It's going to be by choice, meaning that women are going to lead the parade. They're going to walk you down that path. 
And I'm going to show you several instances of women doing this, like with their mentalities. Uh, Kiki Palmer is a is an example of this, right? That mentality that they'll say, let's let Kiki Palmer push this message out. This is an example of you walking down the path of not being here in 40 years, okay? Uh, y'all not ready for that. Y'all not ready for this conversation, okay? But y'all ready for this? Click the link down in the description below. After we get done with the stream, I'm going to give me 10 minutes. We're going to get Nova outside. I'm going to let her run around, get her a treat. I'm going to go to the bathroom, stretch. Then we'll be 10 minutes, 15 minutes after we'll be on kick today. All right? So um, it is what it is. And you can deny it all you want, but just put it all together. You'll see it. You'll see it. It's a, and not only that, I'm going to just say this. It's a best case scenario. And if somebody will drop the link to kick in the stream and I'll replace it, but it's a best case scenario plan for America. They're for a variety of reasons. There's reasons for that as well. Yep. Ebony Williams, Ebony K Williams, that mentality, that is a programmed. Um, somebody said, Bill Cooper said this. Is that the guy? There's a clip of that. Ebony K. Williams mentality. And then telling the women single motherhood by choice. Single motherhood. Dude, this is a best case scenario for America. Somebody says, I don't see the kick link. Do me a favor. Let me see here. It's not down there in the description box. Oh, I know why it's not down there. My bad. So what I'll do is I'll drop the link. I'll drop the link right there. I know I copied, I copied another thing for the description box. So let me get in here. Let me get in here and share it to you brothers here. Uh, I got to sign in the chat. Okay, they don't want me to do that. Do that, do that, do do that, that, that. All right, so let me drop it right there. Just dropped it, dropped it. Let me replace the pen. And I'm going to keep on with these super chats. What time is it? 2.14. I got that homeowner thing I want to show you. Shout out to Nigel says, I'm a passport broing. I'm passport broing in Canada, coach. Streams have been great lately. I should... I should have taken it as a massive red flag when my ex told me she was emotionally and physically abused by every partner she had and even showed me voice recordings of one of their arguments. He says, I found you too late, but now we know free agent lifestyle for life. Okay. Oddly enough, women who say that they've been physically abused by every partner they've had or mentally abused will often break up with you for as little as laughing funny or sneezing too loud which is one of the funniest things that i've ever seen they'll break up with you because you lame and boring they'll break up with you because you sniggle you snort when you laugh <laughs> uh they'll break up with you for very little few ass reasons i'm gonna drop the link over all the other things here flimsy reasons and meanwhile, all of the men before her were abusive. Like, oh, wow, I guess, uh, I guess you need to be abused? Jesus. They'll break up for with you because you didn't pay for the third date. Where are we at here? I just pinned the kick link up to the top there. We got one, two, three from Kaylin. It's uh, Bill Cooper. Bill Cooper, shout out to Bill Cooper on this one. Kaylin says, I'm surprised that California didn't make a, the list of states with the shortest marriages, especially since we probably have the worst divorce laws that favor American women. 
but they got to put in that time in California to get that lifetime child support, lifetime alimony. Yep, your car is old. Break up. You, can, you don't know how to dress. I'm breaking up with you. He said, why is that, coach? Why do they have that? Well, inherently, the men that make it difficult for them, they seem to stick around for way longer and put up with the most shit. Uh, women inherently, for some reason, have a, they, they have it within themselves to actually think that if she's slightly scared or dangerous, the man's slightly dangerous, that that man can protect her better than your lame ass. So she's like, I'm going to go with the protector. She just hopes that the protector doesn't turn on her, which inevitably he will. But the other part of this is they're lying. Most of the time that there's domestic abuse, physical or verbal or emotional, she contributed to the abuse, meaning that she might have struck first or many times. She might have been the emotional abuser for sure. Then also, the physical abuse tends to come from instigation. 70% of the time, I've done a show on this, 70% of the time, she was a part impartial, even the instigator of the abuse. Nobody wants to talk about this. Women domestically violate at one in five relationships, right? Men are one in four. It's almost on par. So she wasn't just sitting there and then he kicked in the door and then super kicked her. <laughs> she led the drama. She uh, escalated it. She was at part. She instigated it. She was like, hit me, hit me, hit me. I bet you, you won't. And then boom, she probably hit him first. I showed you the clip of the Monica concert where Monica was like, never put a hands on a woman. Then you, you saw the clip and then it was the woman punching the man. <laughs> You can't make this shit up, as Kevin Samuels used to say, R.I.P. Caitlin says, if men have to commit, then women have to submit. That's, that man should have left the altar and walked away when she said that she wouldn't obey. Yeah, indeed. Um, I actually dropped that video of me talking about that last week. I was like, oh, Monica lied. Monica, and Monica saw everything. Monica saw that woman hit that man clearly. But then when he swung, he actually swung and missed. And then she was like, never hit a woman. See, Angry Man talked about this as well. There's a sense, and this is also going to lead into the G-O side conversation. There's a sense to emas emasculate the black man and or make him out to be the perpetrator. Meaning that we got to make sure that in all states, all instances, we got to make sure that he is the big bad wolf. But now we have video cameras, um, and now it is very apparent with as many of these goofy-ass stories that we've heard, that women be the ones lying. They lying. And I will say nine times out of ten, when they talk about what happened in their previous relationships, they're lying. And not only that, they're exaggerating or they're projecting. It's too easy now. This shit is a layup. Very rare or this is a dude just beating up a year, beating up women, all right, and yelling at them and, and leaving their kids. These are all tropes that are leading to the either the emasculation of men or the disappearing of a race of people. It's crazy. They're, they're almost always a lie. And I'm always, almost always privy to not believe them when I hear them. It is what it is. Yep, the lady from Alabama. I mean, come on, bro. How many times we got to go through this? <laughs> right. Galen says the fantasies that women have when it comes to weddings wouldn't even be possible if not for the men that they marry. Men propose to women, not the other way around. These women today don't even deserve a wedding. That costs $50.
Yeah, they, they lean on the stereotypes. Oh, well, the stereotypes. People will believe this. By the way, Amber Heard did the same thing to Johnny, Johnny Depp. So it's not just black women as well. That I mean, white women do this too. So what white women say is, Amber Heard said, and many white women have said this. I've heard this. You think they're going to believe you over me? You think they're going to believe me? I'm a 115-pound little white girl blonde. You think they're going to believe you? So Amber Heard is on video saying this. <laughs> which was a flat-out lie, and people still believe her. So this is what I'm talking about. I'm here to teach you this. Yeah, Christy ba- Christine Floyd didn't have no dates, no recollection, no location, no nothing. Didn't know how she got there, but she was like, yep, he did it. <laughs> You're just like. And then he had evidence that he wasn't there on the date she came up with. He came out with the book. He was like, hey, I document everything. I wasn't there on that day or that day. So it didn't happen. Everybody's like, well, it still could have happened, bruh. What do we want? What do we want here? Wayne Wonder says, and just like that, everybody moves on from Carly Russell. But I won't. That bitch lie. For sure. For sure. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. And one of the things that men do, this is our fault. This is our fault. Everything's our fault, by the way. What happens is, anybody been in this situation? When you catch a person lying, you don't want to call them out. A lot of people are in this situation, right? You know they lying, and you be like, and you see a woman, and you're like, well, I ain't going to call her out. I don't want to add to her trauma. She's emotional about something, and she probably lying, but, and we won't call it out. Law enforcement won't call it out. Attorneys won't call it out. The judge won't call it out. They'll just let her, let the bullshit keep going. And then just be like, ah, oh, just be the bigger man. Just be the bigger man. Just walk away. Just pay the child support. Just give her the money. Just shut her up. There was a guy actually talking about this. He's like, just, just pay her the money and just shut her up. And you're like, what? They're like, you'd rather pay the money than her keep doing this. Just, just give her the money and just take the L and just, just lose your kids. Just walk away from your kids and just pay her child support. Just, just. Just to shut her up. Just give her what she wants. This is what we do. We do this. And then the woman walks away, winks at everybody, walks off. Yeah, I got everybody. They believe me. They didn't believe you. They just didn't want to press you. They just didn't want to throw your ass in jail, which they should. They didn't believe you. You didn't finesse anybody. Nobody believed your bullshit. What happened was somebody had to take that L. (laughs) But when a guy's super petty, and the guy matches that energy, guess what they say? What do they say when a guy matches her petty-ass energy? They come back and say, hmm, you acting a little feminine. You acting like a woman. You acting real petty. Like, they'll, they'll, call, they'll call the exact behavior and energy you're matching, they'll call that shit petty. <laughs> you're like, so you recognize it. So you actually recognize the behavior that I'm exhibiting. You're calling it feminine. Oh, that's a little bit feminine. You act a little bit like a bitch. You act as sassy and zesty. And you're like, <laughs> they're like, what are you, gay? You hurt, bitter? Like, so everything you're exhibiting is exactly what they're exhibiting. And they got a name for it. <laughs> yep. Why you acting, why you acting immature and like a child? And you're like, <laughs> I'm exact I'm acting exactly like you. So anyway, shout out to 
D-Will, he says D-Wade and Steph Curry are both on the divorce and family court hot seat for, for a long time. Yep. Derek W. says, I'll just hold masculine frame when the cops show up to evict me from my marital home. <laughs> Indeed. All right, that should be interesting. Uh, let me know how you make it. Let me know how you make it out of there. All right, look, let me get to the let me get to this last part of the show because we got like uh 20 minutes, 25 minutes. Curtis Blow is in the building. He says it's all he says it's all coach. We know our white wait. He says it's all coach. We know all white women are crazy. <laughs> That's a co-sponsorship. Shout out to you. Wait a minute. That is a co-sponsorship. I got the wrong screen up. I'm rich, yeah. Yeah, they 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 do. They're a whole different. They're a whole different uh, strategy for dating. Uh, most white men are cucked like that because they know WWs. There's no getting over on them. All they have to do is cry. They cry. They they. I'm gonna tell you one of the secrets about WW white women. You want you want to know the secret that, of them? I'm gonna tell you the secret. Shout out to Big Buck. He says, damn, CGA, that was me a year ago. He says, put out Evil W. You know what? You, you want to shout out to you, brother. You know what? Want to know what the secret is to them to get people to believe their story? BWs can't do this as much, but I'm going to tell you how they make people believe them. It's a subtle trick, and they all know it. And it has something to do with the two words that every woman use every day. What they use is their hair. Their hair is always going to be used. Watch this. If you ever see one dancing, she's not really dancing. Her body's moving, but what she's doing more than anything is flipping her hair back and forth. Look at any cheerleading program. They're whipping their hair like this, all right? They're flipping, flip, flip. So they're not really doing much. It's just their hair is just going all over the place. Now watch this. When they cry, they're going to do this. <laughs> and their hair's going to fall forward. So it looks like more is happening. And they'll go. <laughs> and then they'll look up and their hair will be all in their face like this. And they'll be like. <laughs> but they'll look disheveled. They'll look like something happened. Like, wow, what, what really happened? Because their hair is all over the place and shit. And they'll be like. <laughs> She'll be moving. So they'll whip their hair around and make it look way more dramatic than actually it is. And that is a tactic that I watch. You, once you see it, you cannot see it. I'm here to teach. I'm here to teach. Just watch. But BWs can't do this. So this is why people don't believe them when they're crying. <laughs> All right. They don't believe them. In fact, it is proven that health services, doctors don't believe black women. One of the reasons why is, Nobody can believe that they're crying as much. Nobody believes what they're talking about. But watch any woman dancing, a drill team, a dance troupe, women dancing at the club. Most of the time, they're just whipping their hair around. They're just doing a little bit of dancing, and they're doing it. Top, 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 flip, flip. That's mostly what it is. So anyway, but the hair makes it more believable and more like a child, right? The hair length, the child, it looks childish. So it looks like, oh, what's wrong, poor lady? Anyway, I watch people. I watch people. I'm a watcher of people. I'm a pa- I watch patterns of human behavior, and I can look at this shit and be like, she just flipping her hair. 
she's just flipping her hair around. And the disheveled look, they actually can manipulate them. Uh, this is white women, Latino women as well. They can manipulate you by hairstyle. And they know this. They talk about this. What they'll do is they'll say, if they want to look, um, look aggressive, they'll wear a certain hairstyle. They'll wear a high ponytail. If they want to look docile, they'll wear a low ponytail. This shit is, dude, it's a great manipulation. It, it signals things. If they want to look like a librarian, they'll put one of those things in their hair where they put, push it back like this, and then they'll have it like that, like one of those hair things or a hair band right here. They'll look like a librarian. They'll pin, they'll use uh bobby pins and shit and pin it up. And they'll look, or they'll use a braid. They'll braid the bangs, or they'll braid their hair to the back around their hair. Bruh, this is straight up. People think I'm lying. Watch this. Hairstyles for women meaning. See here. People think I'm lying. Here it is right here. This is uh, let's see here. I'm going to just pull this up. People think I'm lying. Here we go right here. What does your hair say about you? The message your style is sending. Yeah, the bump. It says right here. Anyone who has gotten a really good or bad haircut knows hair is so much more than a look. It can be a reflection and reinforcement of who you are. And sometimes your hair speaks for you even when you don't say a thing. Having a long, curly, blonde mane it says right here, the world's going to see you differently than someone with a straight ombre coof. Quote, it's intensely personal, but it's also totally public, says a professor of women gender studies at Arizona State, of the relationship between hair and perception. And hair is malleable. We can change it so easily in a way that we can't change any part of our body. It becomes a reflection of who the person is and a sign of our identity. All right. So they're talking about curly hair women. All right. Oh, by the way, I asked this right. Straight hair can mean business. It says right here, speaking in a very general way, straight hair is often thought of as more conservative and curly more casual. I'll just go there, go uh, and continue. Long hair can look professional. Moving down the line, the tone of your hair can color perception. Moving down, what shade of gray says? Gray-haired women, wild streaks, streaks, highlights, color, purple hair, blue hair feminist. Okay, changing attitudes of uh, is changing attitudes can be as simple as a trip to the salon. You guys think I make shit up, right? But I came with the receipts, okay? Uh, there's, there's no absolute rule. By the way, there's, there's a video that I was watching that talked about in ancient Rome, and I don't know this to be true because I was in Rome. I didn't hear anything about this. But in, this is one of the stories. I'm not reporting this as truth or fact. I'm just repeating it. They said back in ancient Rome, because Rome doesn't have many blondes, but blondes were seen as a kind of a spoil of war, not a kind of a... They, blondes were from Northern Europe. Rome is the definitely Southern Mediterranean Europe. They said women who worked as women of the night, prostitutes, were forced to dye their hair blonde. Why? Well, it was to distinguish themselves from the naturally darker hair Southern Europeans. They tended to have more darker hair. So to distinguish the hoes 
from the regular group of women, the working girls, to distinguish the working girls from the regular group, they made the prostitutes dye their hair blonde. Now, it does. it goes further than that. It goes further than that. It also says, but the blondes were getting so much attention from regular men, the dark-haired women got jealous and started dyeing their hair blonde. So the idea of blondes have more fun is rooted in the legacy of the prostitute having the force to dye their hair blonde. Then the competition element that the hoes was getting so much attention, they had to wear the whole uniform. So when we wonder why women adopt yoga pants or wear lingerie as outdoor attire that mimic the stripper and the prostitute, now we can't tell hoes from hoes. This shit is crazy, bro. It's crazy. So think about, and now I don't know, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if this is true, but it would make sense. The story would make sense. It would be like, uh, yeah, I could see that happening. I don't know this to be true. I don't have that as a fact. All right. But when you think about it, you go, that's what happened to our society. Women started to mimic promiscuous looking women, streetwalkers. And then because of the attention they were getting or women who were uh, performers, like uh, uh, entertainers, like today, Sexy Red, Icy Spicy. Now women are mimicking them. In fact, if you don't know, here's something I'm going to throw on to you well, as well. If you don't know, the suburban housewife, known as the MILF, comes from what? what? What does the MILF come from? See if you guys know this. What does the MILF persona come from? The sexy suburban wife, the pent-up energy. Where does it come from? Gear Z got it. 1990s pornography. The 1990s prawn star. So now guys who got money, nerds, white men who got money, they got wives to look like 1990s prawn stars. Jenna Jameson. They went and got the skinny blonde, put breast implants on their wife after she had the baby, dyed her hair blonde, blonde haircut, feather haircut. It came from 1990s prawn stars. These men idolized them and said, that's what I want my girl to look like. And then when he got his money up, he selected a woman that looked just like that and or got her to manipulate herself to look like that. So now she looks like Stacy's mom, the girl in American Pie. Her hair cut was styled like a 1990s prom star. And Baywatch, yeah, the woman wearing on Baywatch. Somebody says it was American Pie. You, you, you slow, you slow. I didn't say where the term MILF came from and was popularized. Catch up with me, you super slow. American Pie was way too late. The American Pie woman in the movie was always represent, already represented in Suburban Housewife. You super slow, Michael Johnson. Catch up to me, brother. I've lived way more life than you. It did not come from the movie. It was already existent in the culture. Stay up with me. You too slow. You ain't got enough years, please. <laughs> you ain't got enough years. You super slow. It already existed. You slow. You slow. 
Stay in your car and pay attention. I'm teaching a lesson. The word MILF did not even come from the movie. The movie, did, the movie popularized the term MILF. It already existed before that. And it existed with the suburban housewives that mimicked the 1990s prawn stars so that when men saw a MILF, they were seeing a woman mimicking a 1990s prawn star. So that then we could say, why do we find these wives sexy? Because they already look like prawn stars from the 90s. That's why we find them to be sexy. <laughs> so that's where MILF, the suburban housewife, come, that's where she comes from. Then they put it in the culture. Anyway, go sit down now. <laughs> go sit down. Anyway. Anyway. Where are we at here? Wampa Bear says, when you match energies, when you match her energy, she claims you're abusive. In fact, yes. She'll, she'll control your access to the kids and then call you controlling for trying to get access to your kids. You're like, wait a minute. You're controlling access to the kids, but I'm controlling to try to get access to the kids. Got it. Or here's another one that they'll do. They'll say, they'll say, you only want to custody of your kids so you don't have to pay child support. He's older than you, and he's wrong. I'm the king of kings, and that's why he doesn't have a show. It doesn't matter that he's older. He's still wrong. And he wants to argue this shit after watching me for two and a half hours. He's still wrong. But a woman will say, you want custody of your kids so you don't have to pay child support. Now watch this. Why does she want custody of the kids? If I said you only want custody of the kids so you, don't, so you can get more child support, I'm dead ass wrong. But if, if she says it, she's right. The courts will be like, yeah. <laughs> right you you see what i mean most of the shit that they say is projection because it reveals it reveals exactly what they're doing they give their hand away all the time they give their they give their hand away all the time same thing is i'm strong and independent she wants a man that's strong and independent they always project they always project. Anyway, look, let me see if there's super chats, and I'm going to get into this housing video here. Did I get JC? He says, in the event the NWO tried to clone you, he says, I prepared, I prepared a Kodak with all of the free agent lifestyle content to help you regain your memory. The access is 10 finger Gordita lover 69. Shout out to you. All right, look, I got to get on to this part of the video because this part of the video is going to be very revealing. And uh, this also talks about, let me see something here. I got too many things popping up here. This is terrible. Look at this production value. The realities of home ownership. The realities of home ownership right here. All right, watch this lady. I got so much to show you on this one, but, but um, I don't know if I can get to all of it, but I'll try to do it speedily, expeditiously. All right, it says right here in Georgia, according to this one, everything Georgia since the start of 2023, the city of Atlanta has reported 72,600 evictions in seven months. This is already 10,000 more evictions than 2022 calendar year. Already. It's already more. And I told you and warned you that there were we headed down this. According to this video, uh, people in Las Vegas about to lose their ass. $11,500. Okay. 
Landlords were hoping to fulfill past due rent payments, but renters said they couldn't pay. Judge Harris then telling them they would have seven days to vacate their housing. The court is going to grant the eviction, but I'll stay until August the 1st, 2023 at noon. According to a report from Princeton University's eviction lab, June saw a 170% increase in eviction filings in the Las Vegas Valley compared to the same month before the pandemic. The huge now, um, your rent's due, motherfucker. Uh, what's going on here is that people probably overleveraged on rent moratoriums. They probably spent money. They're dealing with inflation and so forth and so on. This is probably going to be a bottleneck going into the future. So. Uh, these numbers are going to definitely climb when we get the institution of the student loan debt moratorium ending, right? So that's going to just make the numbers climb uncontrollably. And uh, there's some straggle-daggles in here too. There's a lot of people in here. Let me see if I can go back to the video. Let me see if I can get it right there. there there's, a, there's a young straggle right there. Definitely with the rent due and... Your rent's due, motherfucker. A lot of people going to be. I'm in a bind, name. All right. Uh, sad scenario, man. Sad state of affairs. Unfortunately, this is going to be kind of where the future of our country goes. I've been warning you for, for this for a couple of years now. And uh, the pedals to the metal. We had another bank go down in California. And that's where our reality is. How about this? My monthly mortgage went up $1,000 after my Florida home was put in the flood zone. They re, they re um, reorganized, or I can't remember what it's called. But anyway. They made his Florida home a flood zone by, by um, and, and, and Florida insurance companies, um, they're no longer providing homeowner insurance or protection. He wants to leave, but his wife's business is there. He can't leave. Guys, your freedom is everything. Your freedom is everything, guys. All right, because you guys don't have freedom and you can't move and you get attached to these homes, I told you, man, um, at some particular point, you get attached to homes and it prevents you from moving. I said this. This is one of the reasons why I'm like, I'm not a big, I'm not big on them because you just can't leave. I just want to get the hell up out of there. And his wife's business there. What is she, a hairstylist? Hey, man, when I see the bullshit, I want to be able to bounce. I want to be able to bounce. But one of these things that happens is you become a slave to your home. You don't own it. It owns you. It owns you. All right, so what happens here? Let me show you here. Um, but you guys do what you do. I'm not suggesting to do. Uh, here it is right here. Uh, I'm not going to talk about this. I'll skip. Let me see if I can get a little bit more of this clip right here. Oh, this is Michael Epps talking about something that I talked to, to talk to you about, about city plans from uh, how far in advance they plan and to move your ass up out the city and move around you and um, develop things around you. Listen to this. Oh, hold up. He's, he's going to talk about it in the form of black people, but here we go. People was living in these communities. They didn't know that them houses were dirt cheap and were going to become very, very wealthy houses, meaning that uh, the Europeans had a 20-year plan, which they always do on black people. It's 20 years. They plan out 20 years, 30 years from you. Okay, so most people aren't unaware of that. I'll play the rest of the clip on the kick. And rezone is what I was thinking. Thank you, uh, big boy. Rezoning. So the rezoning is what I was talking about here on the previous thing. But they rezoned this house in Florida, and this in the flood zone. But the 20, 30-year advanced city projects and how they project things in their future for their city, infrastructure, zoning, 
and uh, commercial zone, home ownership zone, how apartments are going to be built up, what areas are going to get parks, recreations, community centers. This doesn't happen overnight. And there's a result that happens, and he's going to talk about that later. Last one is this woman is going to talk about the nightmare of home ownership. Single women now outnumber single men in home ownership. Now, when they released this data, they meant it to brag. Look at how well single women are doing. However, it's not a brag. It's not, it's not, it shouldn't be a brag. These people are making terrible financial decisions more than likely because they know not what they do. Now, this woman's going to talk about it right here. Here it is. I'm getting whooped. Here we go. Shining. because you. Oh, let's go back. Oh, fair use to this woman, and I don't mean to demean her. We're just using her as kind of a story here. So do not go harass her page. I am legit in shambles. I'm like, oh my gosh, did I make a mistake? You know, I just got in this home. Things are already going, you know, up Shiite Creek. How am I going to do this? What's up? And Yeah, how am I going to do it now? Well, you up Shit's Creek. You just signed that mortgage. You got 30 years, baby. At 30 years. Let's continue. And welcome back. So I've been in my home for about three months now. And I said in the beginning, before I even started looking for properties, I was going to take you along this journey with me. And so I'm going to be sharing the good, the bad, the ugly, and the downright ratchet experiences that I have had so far as a first-time homeowner and a first-time homeowner as a single woman oh there we go I, this is gonna be a mess single woman not just a single woman but a single mom of two kids oh jesus yeah i bet bruh this is the, this is the people who should not be buying a goddamn thing all right but anyway she three months it took three months it took three months that fast all right let's continue so let's get into it okay let me see exactly when i closed i believe i closed february 28th and today is july 6th okay so i closed on the house february 23rd and i took about two weeks to move in mainly because it was just me now my brother and my dad did help me uh move in the couch and the washer and dryer but everything else was me moving stuff over in my um new to me to all right let's skip all this yeah, new to me car i used toyota rav4 and all so right. damn she bought a car too jesus so she brought she bought a car and a house relatively in the same time period i used the trunk space and that is basically how i got officially Right. moved in i was excited i was finally in my own home we would finally get to experience waking up in the house but literally if i'm not mistaken it was the night that we first stayed in the house there was a leak what i tell you what i tell you now this won't happen to everybody but this nightmare hits you you up shit's creek what do i tell you that water heater go out that roof go out, something gonna happen, and you're gonna be on a tight shoestring ass budget. There you go. First night you move in, you bought the house a leak. Something tells me you did not pay for an inspection. You were ill prepared. 
You probably wanted to save 250 bucks for the inspection and now look at you. All right, let's continue. In the kid's bathroom. Now it was not coming down per se, but you can kind of see like the ceiling was just wet. Thank God I did not see one drop falling down, but it was something was accumulating up there and it was raining for like a week straight around this time. And I lost it. It was 11 o'clock at night. I am tired. I'm exhausted. I'm going from one city to the next. Hi, Nate. Because I'm moving on my own. I have two kids and I did not ask off around this time. Uh, actually, I didn't ask. Tired. I was exhausted. Call my dad and you better believe at 11 o'clock at night, I called him in absolute shambles. And so guess what? She needs a man. First night out of the blocks. I don't need no man. I can do it by myself. She's like, daddy. Get him, daddy. She went to call daddy. All right. Ran back to daddy that fast. And I will share a picture if I can find it. But like I shared the picture. And to me, I'm ignorant when it comes to these things. Yeah. Uh, well, tell me something I didn't know. I, this is my point. I'm saying most people are ignorant of these things. Not, not just her. This is what people do. So I was honestly, my anxiety was telling me that. Oh, boy. As long as it kept raining, the roof was going to cave in on us. I am legit in shambles. I'm like, oh my gosh, did I make a mistake? You know, I just got in this home. Things are already going. Well, you're not renting anymore, darling. You got to fix it yourself. You know, up Shit Creek. How am I going to do this? And I remember praying. You got it. You strong and independent. Praying to God. I'm like, God, you got me through this process. You brought me. Now we praying to God. See, this is my point. This is my point. This is the stuff that they don't think about long term. And this is just not her. It's just not black women. It's just not women. It's people in general. Here, I want to be happy. Um, it took yep. a, a I just want to be happy. It took a long time, in my opinion, for me to like really get settled in as a homeowner mentally. I was like, I want to be happy and see the you know fruits of my labor. But yep. things are going a little haywire and I need you to help me here. So I prayed on it and I went to bed. Probably about two. All right, there's a there's more to the story. Through the house with you, I leads me to say, whenever you are getting the home inspected, please bring someone from your camp to go through the house with you. I did not know anything. I'm still learning. I'm learning more than I. Why? So why get a mortgage when you don't know enough even to get an inspection? So this these are the things that I warn normies about. Right. And you know, all you have to do is most normies make this decision. I have a history in real estate. This is what they do. They make decisions like this and then they try to figure it out after the fact. Fifteen thousand dollars later. I would like to, um, but I kind of have to because I'm the head of the household. Yep. But yes, it's more it's more. It's more to being the head of the household than paying the rent or the mortgage. OK, it's more to that. So it is what it is. I would say bring someone from your camp who has some type of knowledge of what they're looking at because me, I'm tapping on things and obviously a lot of things slip through the cracks. Going ahead. Uh, let me see here. Water swelling when it comes to this. Next thing I will say with this experience is that Bella. Bella. That's her child. 
Next thing I will say with this experience that I have realized is that um, small things make a big impact on your life. And I'm talking about my garbage disposal. Uh, I, so not a garbage disposal going. This shit adding up fast. I did not think that I would be so grateful to have a garbage disposal. Um, I did realize when I look through the home inspector's report that the garbage disposal was kind of on its last leg. Yeah, well, listen, this shit add up real fast, fam. <laughs> listen, I'm telling you. I don't know what to tell you guys, man. I've been telling you about this shit. This, this is nothing to play with. So people get into marriages and home ownership, home buyership, and then they started, oh, shuffling at the end. Shuffling at the end. And no man in sight, no man to help, no man, no man's going to put you. Now she's going to put father to work. Her poor dad, her poor dad now got to come to the rescue. And this is a grown woman, single mother, two chil children. It's a wrap. So <laughs> it's a wrap. All right, man, let me get to these here. We're going to be on kick. Uh, the kick link is pinned to the top of the live chat if you missed it. But let me get to this, man. Mr. Go Free Agent Lifestyle says, oh, hold up for a second. Let me let me put this banner up. Let me put this banner up and put this down. You guys got to be prepared for this. It's not a joke. This is serious commitment out here. Mr. Go Free Agent Lifestyle says, uh, shortly after your show about uh, women, he says, in pigtails, a coworker bounced up smiling, talking, and wearing them. She turned red when I commented on them. She looked great, but she couldn't, she can't be smashing subordinates. Yeah. Uh, pigtails is also a way, I did a show on that when servers started a trend to see if pigtails would get them more tips. So the girls would wear their hairs in pigtails and they determined that they were getting more attention and tips from male customers. Now, you make of that what you want, but this is kind of something that happens. Rational or rationality says 304s need their hair pulled stay uh, to stay in their lane. Price is wrong. They do. But it's all, it's kind of like some of those things you kind of want to avoid as well. Tolu back in here with a super chat. Anthony Baker says she needs, she need to get back with her baby daddy. And, and. The whole point of this is she'll try to find a marriage. Actually, in the video, she's talking about she wants to find a marriage and a relationship. Why? Because she's in a bind, not because she wants one. It's because she needs one. So now she's going to find a boyfriend. Hey, uh, come on, come on, just move in. H help me out. Now she's going to want a man, but it's not to want to man. It's, it's, the, want, it's the need for the man. He's going to serve a need. All right. Did I get those? Let me check Venmo. And then give me about 15 minutes or so. We'll be on kick once I sign off. I actually have a phone call. It looks like an emergency. They're blowing my phone up. So I'm going to have to take that phone call. But we'll be back for the post-game show. And we got everybody there. Shout out to the coach gang. Appreciate y'all for the support. We'll be back. The kick link is pinned to the top of the live chat on both channels. So hit the like button as you exit. And remember... It's barbecue. It's barbecue in there. In there at all times. Shout out to the coach gang, and we'll be back tonight for everybody here on YouTube. We out of here. Peace.